Hello and welcome to episode 73 of Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this room. I about to say, number one in the world? In this room, we fucking are. We're also the world's number one literary podcast in this room. Whatever awesome. else we want. So yeah, what happened? Cool. Number one popcorn eating channel in the room. You were doing pretty good. It's very good. American of you to be number one. Yeah. That's true. It's ambitious. Pretty, <laughs> it's pretty American room. for yeah, I should really Australian back a and bit. a Brit. Well, yeah. It would be hard to be the number two entertainment podcast recorded in this room, though. Well, sure, I can start one on my phone. I can start one on my phone right now, yeah. and we'll see. We're what number happens. one. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Mr. Al White, and joining me today we have Justin uh, Macaroni. Hello, old man Adrian. Hello, and our special guest today, Dante Basco. Good day, good day, mate. Good day, mate, sir. Both sides. Good day, mate. mate. <laughs> Don't pronounce your second name right because I haven't said it. Uh, but uh, you know. I think it's Bosco. You think? Basco. Bosco. I mean, it goes both ways. Like people go, But I, <laughs> I think it is like Bosco. But people say Basco all the time, which is fine. Bosco. Depending where you are. I really don't take offense either way. I get nervous when we have guests on because I'm yeah. like, fuck, I really, suddenly realize what I'm about to say. I've never said I know, that second name, name out loud. I don't know your name. <laughs> like Dante. Mm. Yes, I um, Thank you, sir, for coming on. Really no doubt about it. it. I, I'm enjoying myself so far. So I knew you from a few things, but then obviously you came because Justin and you uh, met up. How did you guys meet? Um, I know his dad. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. His dad put a tattoo on my back. Are you serious? You don't know about this man? He has a very interesting past. Is that true? Yeah. That's true. Your dad, your dad's a tattoo artist. Yep, it's a tattoo his dad's artist. a tattoo like, artist really, uh, in Hawaii. Really, 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 very successful tattoo yeah. artist in Hawaii. We did a movie together called Paradise Broken, where it's about the dark side of Hawaii. And uh, I ended up playing this local boy who, you know, you know, everyone knows Hawaii is like you know bikinis and surfboards and stuff. And as Justin will tell you, there's a that's not yeah. all of Hawaii. So we we told a story about really what people don't really see, which is really the dark dark side. And I'm one of the local boys that ends up. Strung out on drugs, ends up ultimately, uh, you know, prostituting his girlfriend, and uh, and I'm all tatted out to the whole. Sounds movie. heavy. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. So I'm tatted out to the whole movie, and his dad, all the tattoos, mm. all the fake tattoos on me through the whole film. But uh, by the end of it, it was like we had, so, we had like over a hundred hours of tattoo work. He's like, yeah. I got you, got to leave with something, and he ended up tatting me before I left the town. Sweet, that's really cool. What did yeah. you get? Out of uh, you know, we're 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 both Filipino, so it was like I was just wanted something small. Like I was like, oh, like on the flags, like the Filipino sun. And I was like. Let's just do something small like that. And then it turned into like my last name, the flag of the Philippines, <laughs> <the> crown. <laughs> I went to a psychic with your dad. That's what helped spur it on, too. Oh, you guys went to a psychic? We went to a psychic together. Oh, my gosh. That's on the island. Lambu. You ever heard of Lambu? No. Justin's embarrassed because it's his dad. <laughs> but his dad's a friend of mine. I have no, I literally have no idea about any of this. Yeah. It's fucking fascinating. If you go to Hawaii, you need to see the psychic because the psychic's the truth. It sounds like we need to see Justin's dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. He's just a... Oh, he's like slightly older looking than me. Yeah, he actually look a lot he's like you. And browner I mean, than I, you. Yeah, he's brown. Because, yeah, I got like my mom's genetics complexion. Well, so I'm like, yeah, it's very young. But you guys do favor each other. You probably favor each other more than the other brothers. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Justin look awkward before. This is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We just really prolong this. <laughs> His family's like, ah, uh, my dad. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about my dad. Um... So yeah, not to like, 
I was I was rechecking out your IMDb yeah. last night. Holy yeah. shit! If you've done a lot of stuff, like I've been around so a lot, much. I've been around a long time. He was on the cover of like Girls Binders and yeah, stuff. I know, I know, you know, I know that. Lockers. I've been around for like, and I you know I speak a lot of colleges now and in other drama schools, and uh, I do keynotes for companies and whatnot. So I talk about my career, and you know it's been over thirty years. Yeah. When you talk to colleges, when you say I've been in this industry for thirty years. It's more years than everybody in the room has been alive <laughs> by like a long shot. Like even like the, you know, the, some of the teachers, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. like what? And I'm like, I know it sounds crazy, but uh, you, know, you guys are in the industry. So, you know, like you become a lifer and that's part of our life. That's what we do. Oh, yeah. If you're lucky. Um, so I'm going to list through some of your stuff. Just Let's for go. Give me some cool. stuff. Give me so some we've got, and I'm gonna like it weird stuff. Get some weird stuff. Yeah, these are all these are the ones that for me like oh, mean something to me. Okay, cool. cool. Okay, there's Avatar: The Last Airbender, yeah, one of the great greatest show. awesome animated show. shows ever. Uh, Legend of Korra, of course, is follow up. Very even cool. better. How many how many episodes uh, did you watch the whole series? Of no, Netflix? no, I haven't. I've seen a few. <laughs> I'm actually gonna start watching them with fans this summer. Korra is amazing. I mean, I loved Avatar, but Korra is. Fantastic. That's great. Show. See, there's people that that go, go either way. It's always a conversation which way you want to go, and I and I love both shows, so I look forward no, to. No, it. there's one that's better. You have to pick. Cool. One. <laughs> <laughs> it's very British. Very British. Uh, Jawhead three. Crazy. Star Wars Rebels. Yes. Ultimate Spider Man. Yes. Hawaii Five O. Fun. Prime Suspect. That was cool. I like these little reviews we're getting. Yeah, yeah, she. You know, oh, Rhea wait, Bell lives in the neighborhood. You worked on Ultimate Spider Man. Ultimate Spider Man with Drake Bell. Yeah, I played a. Uh, my friend did a Nova. Nova, I think. No, no, I one. played. Who did I play? Greg Sipes played Iron Fist, I believe, and I played. I played Scorpion. That's what I was. Oh, nice. For. I played Scorpion. Uh, CSI Miami. I, I rob person. I be I, a lot of these people. I rob people in these, <laughs> in these TV shows. <laughs> Being a brown man in Hollywood on TV shows, you start robbing people. I got you saying in the TV show, you know, just turn up on set. Yeah, and like I, like people. CSI robbed <laughs> somebody. To. I think Hawaii Five O. I believe or I kidnapped uh, someone. Robbed someone. I, uh, right, did I you kidnap someone yet? I haven't. I don't think I'm big enough to kidnap people. That's true. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> carjack. I'm like a carjack person. Oh. Uh, community. Uh, actually, that was not me. I don't know how that got on my IMDb. It's on your IMDb, dude. Someone, I, I get questioned hey, all the time. It. I'm like, uh, I haven't done that show, but I just like go the with show. it. Just go, yeah. Great time. Show. Maybe Dan Harmon. Like reference something of you, so you. They might have referenced me. I might have got a paycheck. Maybe you just it. play too many Legends of Heroes that day, and you're yeah, just like yeah. tied out. Maybe they just <laughs> someone's sending me a paycheck. If it's the same paycheck, I'm going. <laughs> like I was the, the brown guy, send him a paycheck. The Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Dude, wait, what? You did Johnny Bravo? I did Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Actually, that, yeah, that's, that's a, awesome. That was, I forgot what I did in that. I, I, I don't know. I think we were, in, I don't know. You but probably, probably robbed somebody. The good thing about that, as I, I did a movie called The Debut, which is this really um, amazing, like, uh, Filipino American films, like the first Filipino American film, became this cult classic, Asian American film. And um, that character I played was based on the creator of Johnny Bravo, which is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, Entourage. Awesome, Fuki Jama played Lilo and Stitch, shoot. the TV series. Yeah, I, well, actually, I played that. I did Lilo and Stitch, but I played my character from the, my other Disney show called uh, Jake Long American Dragon. Oh, really? Jake, Jake Long. I did. It was a mashup show, you know, like Disney characters right. on different yeah. shows. Yeah, I was about to say American Dragon, of course. American Dragon. Uh, Fire Breather, which is actually I really love that. Oh, did you I see think it? That's cool. Yeah, I like that's that. so. That was so cool. I mean, I love that. I love that. I mean, there's so many there's great talents on there. Really and uh, cool. what's the what's the name of the director, the artist who did? He's the same guy that did um, yeah. Eon Flux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude. Yeah, I forget his name. And he's really soft-spoken and very brilliant. Oh, yeah. Um, that was cool. That was cool. 
the Boondocks, Fresh yeah. Prince of Bel Air, awesome, goofy movie, very also cool. First time Moonwalker, I did the Wonder Years, yeah, Moonwalker, Michael Jackson. This fucking list cool. just keeps on going. It's ridiculous. Wonder if Years you is classic. Talk video yeah, game stuff. Wonder you got Saints Row, Call yeah. of Fires, Final Fantasy Thirteen, yeah, Skate. Skate was cool. Skate was. What'd cool. you do in Skate? I skate one and two. I played a uh, Shingo. I'm like one of the three main characters, Shingo. Yeah. This is like when I'm before, like I was really aware of the gamer world, you know. Right, right, right. And I remember being, I was at some kind of sports place, and they're playing. They had like the Xbox in the sports place, and uh, they're playing skate, and I'm shopping, buying sunglasses or something. And the guy's like, "Oh my god, that's you on the game!" I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, that is me. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and some little thing with Steven Spielberg." Little thing with Steven Spielberg, yeah. Oh, yep. little indie thing. Of course, most people know you as Rufio from Hook. Rufio from Hook um, is a cool character. I'm sure I haven't named like the stuff that like this. Yeah, like you, you keep naming these films, which yeah. obviously most people haven't heard of. So There's I've just gone through some just random stuff. It's cool. I love it. So much stuff. I've man. been around 30 years. Yeah. We keep going. <laughs> and we you keep s- going. And I just met you today, and you're a super super nice guy. And I was kind of worried. I looked for your IMDb. I was like, man, this guy's got to be a tool. <laughs> if you've worked with <laughs> this much stuff in the industry, you can't be a good person anymore. No, I think we're, you know, I think the like the, the long-term people that have been around for like decades, you know, you just, you kind of get more and more regular as it goes. Right. Because it's like, you just go, ah, it's my job. Yeah. Know? And, and I don't, I don't really hang around with like tool people. That's out, true. So. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Ouch, man. Yeah. You know what? I'm too good for this. Like, I'm gonna bring, a, I'm gonna bring a tool around. But I'm sure. I'm I, tools. That being said, I'm sure there's been aspects. There's been times in my life I probably was a tool. I mean, yeah. if you go back. Someone's <laughs> probably like, no, that guy is a tool. You know, I, I used to date that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. No, hopefully not. I'm sorry if it he is. sucks at league, man. What a tool. The people <laughs> that play with me, League of Legends, probably think I'm a tool. Dude, yesterday that was. That, what was that? This what was that character? The little puffy guy? I don't know. Nar. Yeah. Yeah. Nar, yeah. Nar, yeah. I suck at that character. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to tell us like, all right, so we like everybody who listens was going to have been involved with something you've been in at some point. Right. So like, listen a little bit more about you personally. Like, so like we normally uh, like people just say a few things that mean something to them, whether it's a movie they like, music they like, yeah. food they like, whatever. Something's Let's important see. to you. Um, I mean, I love, you know, what music, film. I mean, I mean, lately, I don't know, just off the top of my head, I kind of, I, okay, like the latest Jay-Z album, right? Mm-hmm. I love that album. I mean, it took forever for me to get it for me to get it because Jay Z took all the stuff off of Spotify, which now we're all just doing Spotify, right? Because he has his own platform called Title, and I ain't paying. Does he really? Yeah, so he has his own Spotify thing called Title, and it's like high end, and it's crazy because the subscription is like twelve ninety nine for like the standard quality, but like fifteen ninety nine for like premium sound quality. I'm like per month. Per month. What? And I'm like, I'm already paying, what, $7, $10 a month? I don't know, I'm playing for Spotify, right? Whatever. So I'm like, I'm not doing that. So it took forever. I'm like, I can't get it. So I finally broke down and bought the album on Apple Music. And uh, I've been listening to the, like, the album like top to bottom. Like, what content is available days. on his? I don't know. And I don't want to take the twelve ninety nine <laughs> risk. Yeah. You just get in there and it's just that one album. Yeah. <laughs> and he took all of his stuff off Spotify. Wow. But you know he's a he's a he's a G. But the album is great because uh, I don't know you know it's like with, I mean I'm a big hip hop kid. I grew up in the hip hop generation in uh, you know in in Cali and I was a, I had a band for years hip hop band and I I came into the industry as a break dancer so even though I'm an actor and a filmmaker these days in a lot of ways I still consider myself a hip hop artist. Okay. Uh, culturally right. So, you know, it's great to hear, like, someone like Jay-Z who kind of grew up, got through it, 
and is still making viable music and kind of, he's still talking to me. He's still speaking to me. Mm-hmm. I still, I mean, the young hip hop, there's a lot of people who say this and that about the young trap guys and I, me too. I'm like, I don't know what they're saying. I mean, they're all talking. I'm like, is everybody talking about cocaine? Like, what's going on here? Um, but you know, you at the club, you at the bar, you get turned up. I'm like, yeah, no, it's banging though. But someone like Jay, who's kind of like, the weird thing about hip hop is like you blow up so big when you're young because it's a young man's game, right? Yeah. So it's talking about getting out of the, you know, I grew up in a very blue collar neighborhood, so it's all about the hustle and what you had to do to kind of get out of your situation. But the problem with a lot of rappers is once they get out of their situation, they can't maintain it because you no longer live the lifestyle that yeah. connects to your, to, to the base, right? So it's just fascinating. Like Jay Z is one of the few that have been able to kind of transcend it and kind of keep talking, keep kind of being self-introspective, keep, keep, you know, yeah. and with a flow. I mean, he got flow. I mean, we lost, I think in hip hop, we lost the flow. Like a lot of cats are doing stuff and like, y'all, y'all lost, y'all lost rapping. Like, well, this is this rap. Are you guys rapping or are you guys, I, mean, I don't want to say that. <laughs> oh, which is cool. Yeah. But I'm like, what happened to flow? Like there's a very jazz aspect of yeah. hip hop that it was like, you're a skilled horn player and you're or you know you're flowing and like you had that musicality to your and and you know the the written like you've seen the world in different areas so i miss that so it's nice to i mean a little thing i mean just came to my head I don't no Jay-Z. that's really fascinating. jay-z that's all four 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 nice i learned something um so justin yeah we promised last week that it would be a return of a little section that we did a year ago yes. called Bayonet. Yes! Now, this was a lot of people's <clears throat> favorite thing that we've ever done. Yeah. Where I started a podcast and we did a Bayonet where basically I said quotes and you had to guess whether they were said by Michael Bay on set oh, or wow. no by somebody else. And it by only, Michael Bay? Only yeah. lasted oh for a couple God. of minutes. And it was fucking hilarious because obviously you could tell which ones were said by Michael Bay because they're off the charts. He stupid. is legendary for certain things. Yeah. Now I couldn't do my I couldn't do Bayonet again because Aww. there aren't many people openly talking about his quotes from set because you won't get to work from him again and he runs a lot yeah, of yeah. But I'm about to say how do you how do you clarify? I mean, how are we? How is many. this being? You yeah, know. it's hard to find. So I had to go with something else. Now. From what you just gave up about something very personal about yourself and something that you're into and you respect, now I'm scared to go into this. How are your feelings on a man called Kanye? Oh no, I'm good. I'm 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 down. We're, we're listening to him. Are you are you okay to like slightly? Yeah. We're gonna slightly be taking the piss. I don't know Kanye personally. I have met him a few times, okay. and I had early in his career, and I've had very good uh, interactions with him. Okay. Um, See now I feel bad. <laughs> no, no, but I but I also am part of. You know, I've been able to see, like, what's going on. He makes statements that uh, warrant discussion, and he's looking for people to talk about what he says. So we're in the realm of, like... So we're going to take them out of context. uh, You know, promoting the course. So it's yay or nay? We're going to play a little game called Kanye or nay. Kanye. Because there aren't many things that rhyme with the word nay. (laughs) (laughs) Yay does, for sure. Kanye. Kanye Kanye-zy. All right. So I've got a list. Now, this one's slightly expanded. Now, last time it was pretty easy. Because I was picking kind of sensible quotes from directors and then juxtaposing them with just stuff that comes out of Michael Bay's mouth, which is never sensible. This is going to make it a little bit harder. I actually picked out other musicians who might have said some other outlandish, stupid things. Right. So you got to like try and Ooh. really cipher through them. It goes with the territory, okay. right? Okay. Uh, Ali, do you have a pen? Can I want to write down scores for this one? See I, hope if he's, I hope I win. He's getting it. Did I win the last Baronet? I think. Well, I, I think you may have won last time. I think Nate. <laughs> just lost out but you both kind of went with the same ones it's slightly more regimented we're doing it a little bit more like the quiz this time because right. i've got a, i've got a, i've got more champ. quotes all right are you ready 
Yeah. Yes. yeah. Some of these I'm going to struggle to get through, I'll All be right. honest. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good as far as geniuses go. I'm like a machine. I'm a robot. You cannot offend a robot. Is that <laughs> Kanye or nay? <laughs> yay. Wow. We got a yay from Justin. Kanye or nay? I'm going to say it's not Kanye. No, if made. <laughs> I'm going to say it's not. No. It was Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One point to Justin. I've been imitated so well, I've heard people copy my mistakes. Kanye or nay? I think it is. Oh, I'll go Kanye. It almost sounds like common, but I'm going to go with yay. You're all wrong. It was actually Jimi Hendrix. Oh. Jimi Hendrix. Dang. See? Easy to get those two guys See, I should have gone with my gut. I'm just going to go with my gut for now. You, yeah, you, you always go with your gut. Justin. Wow. Follow we're 0-2. Adrian, we're 0-2. I know. We're not doing good. Sometimes people write novels. And they just be so wordy and so self-absorbed. I'm not a fan of books. I would never want a book's autograph. I am a proud non-reader of books. Kanye on Holy shit. Yay. God, that's horrible. Kanye? Yay. I go Kanye. Oh, it's either... It's... it's. No, I'm going to say no. I'm just going to say no. It was Kanye. Yeah! yeah. Oh, two for two. Justin and Dante points. <laughs> that's that bad, Yay. Yeah, I, I would mean... never want a book's autograph. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I didn't do this well, I just wouldn't have anything to do. I can't cook, and I'd be a terrible housewife. Yeah. No. Not. I nah. think this other. Nay. It is other. It was Freddie Mercury. <sighs> yes. Ah. Adrian gets a point on the board. Point. Dante got a point. Yes, I'm going to come back. Oh, we're back. We're back. I'm back. All right. I'm just going to keep saying yay. That's my, that's my <laughs> tactic. So, where's the Cannes Film Festival going to be held this year? <laughs> I'm sure many of people, many of artists have probably said that, which is horrible. Not filmmakers, but probably musicians. I will, almost all of these are musicians. I will stipulate when it's not a musician. Okay. okay. I'm going to say yay. I'm going to say nay. I said nay. Oh, nay already? It yeah. was Christina Aguilera. Ah. I'm still in the lead. I think I'm tied with the lead with you. You got three? I yeah, got, three yeah. for three. three. I'm brain. Three. That was Christina Aguilera. That's... <laughs> hey, at least she was interested, you know? Yeah. She was yeah. trying to learn something. <laughs> at least she asked these questions. That's right. It's important to when ask. When her reflection show who she was inside? <laughs> <laughs> My greatest pain in life is that I will never be Yay. able to see myself perform live. Yay. Yay. Kanye. Indeed, that was Kanye. Indeed, that was Kanye. <laughs> the way it started. I was like, this is a Kanye quote for sure. <laughs> I'm so smart now. Everyone's always like, take your top Yay. off. Sorry. No, never mind. no. They always want to get that money shot. I'm not stupid. Oh, shit. This is a borderline artist. It could be something else as well. Take nay. your top off? Nay. I, can't, I would nay. say nay. nay. I gotta nay. say it's nay. I gotta say it's a what girl. Said, take your top off. I was like, nay. It was Paris Hilton. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She's not stupid. She's. Um, no. no. She no. said it. She Categorically. Said I'm so smart, smart now. You gotta I'm give not a shout stupid. out to Paris Hilton. I've met her once before. You know, there's a lot of rich kids in LA that, that don't do anything. At least she She did something. She, she, she did one She rap. made some stuff. Yeah. She did. Uh, I've been in the house with you. You know too many people. I'm very scared going from my list. I, I've been, I've been, I've been in the house with her DJing. What? It was, tri- it was a trip. And she was hustling her single. Like I was like, damn, she's hustling her single for real. Really? You know what you look at in some like sometimes like you know you were in LA and everyone's trying, to, everyone's too cool to 
be in school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I did this, but I don't care. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no. I'm like, no, she's really hustling. hustling. Like, she wants them to play that. I was like, that's, I find that impressive. Yeah. yeah. She got smart. I won't go into a big spiel about reincarnation. But the first time I was in the Gucci store in Chicago was the Kanye. closest I've Kanye. ever felt to home. Kanye. 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 It was Kanye. Yes. Used to be. He Gucci, felt like he was Gucci in the Gucci. The Gucci. In a previous life, he was a Gucci. He was in the Gucci even in his previous life. He was. No, he was a Gucci. That's what he's saying. <laughs> oh, he was actually he was like, a Gucci. I'm not going to go into about reincarnation, but I will say that the first time I was in the Gucci store in Chicago, I felt like that was my home. In terms of, he felt like he'd came, he'd he was come Gucci. Home. That's where he had come he from. He felt like he had come from. I was Italian. <laughs> yeah, nice. I just threw some kazoo on this bitch, Kanye on there. Oh shit! I just, I just threw, threw some, some kazoo, kazoo on this bitch. bitch. Yeah. Yay! You enjoying this, Sally? I'm gonna say uh, yay. I'm gonna say Kanye too. Yay. Why not? It was indeed. Kanye. Yes. It was indeed. Occasionally, you just gotta that, throw yeah. some kazoo on what, a bitch. Do you know what song it was? I'm hoping it wasn't a song. I'm hoping it was a woman. There um, you go. <laughs> There's some kazoo. You just throwing <laughs> instruments at a people. A bag of kazoos all over. <laughs> I just kazooed her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good chat up line. You want to yeah. get kazooed? Is kazoo an instrument? Do you consider as a, as a musician? Do you consider kazoo an instrument or well, not? Well, he plays. We, we play it on this podcast sometimes. So we do a segment yeah. where we play theme tunes from movies on a kazoo. All right. Because yeah. then the sensors on YouTube can't pick it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to guess <laughs> what film tune it is. So yes, I would say the hardest instrument of all. Kazoo. <laughs> I've never really wanted to go to Japan simply because I don't like eating fish. And I know that's very popular out there in Africa. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> Nay. Nay. Kanye. It was Britney Spears. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> that was confusing. That whole topic was confusing. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Japan to eat in Africa. Actually, quite intelligent up until so Africa. How to get Japan to Africa? <laughs> would be like, oh, it's Kanye. But when yeah. Africa popped out, I was like, it's that's like those Africa. sentences you make, which are like just that one word just <laughs> fucked you over. Yeah. <laughs> you could, you were doing so well with that. And sentence. I know they're eating it in Africa. <laughs> what? I hate when I'm on a flight and I wake up with a water bottle next to me. I'm like, oh great, now I got to be responsible for this water bottle. Kanye or nay? Kanye. Nay. No. Was Kanye? Oh, was Kanye. oh Justin. my God, Justin's killing He's it. A pro. <laughs> Although I do ain't no way. I know what he feels. I know what he means it's a little a lot bit. Of responsibility. I, just, I just gotta get the way you're he like. Thinks. It's like I mean, you like, know, someone hands you their baby. I know you wake up like I got this water bottle. <laughs> no, I put it? I do get concerned. I'm not concerned like when I drink the water. Like I gotta, you know, you gotta now you gotta use restroom. And then I'm like very concerned about this trash. And yeah, I'm like always sure. worried about when the person's coming to get this. And trash. then you want to take a nap. And they're, yeah, they're maybe coming. you miss them, and then I feel the trash first, still there. I feel in first class. The trash is still here. Yeah. yeah, I'm guessing Kanye doesn't fly economy very often. No, so That's I'm true. guessing in first class they take your trash. They do, quick. but it still takes a little bit of time sometimes. And you're like a little bit like, should I just leave it here? But now it looks like my second. place is messy. <laughs> People come I'm, around your house. I'm, yeah. I'm the messiest person in first class right now. I've got a <laughs> water bottle, I got a water a bottle, bag of chips, <laughs> my blankets on on. Folded and sprawled out on the ground. All right, we got like six more. You ready? Yes, All right, here we go. I don't even listen to rap. My apartment is too nice to listen to rap in. Kanye. Nay. Nay. It was Kanye. Oh! No! I, I quit. I thought I knew him so well. <laughs> now, how nice did your apartment have to be? It's very nice. To not listen to Soho. rap. Soho. He lives in Soho. He's chilling. He's like, I don't listen to rap in here. 
I listen to classical. It's all white. It's just chilling. It doesn't go with the, the music. Doesn't go with my ambiance. So I did realize before, sense. which I can't do, when I said like I would signify when it's not necessarily a singer, because then obviously no, it's not Kanye. So that's the stupidest just thing I could possibly us. say. Just so so the next five, I'm not going to say which ones. Okay. I don't know anything about music. In my line, you don't have to. Kanye or nay? Nay. I don't know anything about music. I'm going to say nay. You're all correct. It was way too humble. It was Elvis Presley. Yeah. Oh, mm. nice. Oh. Yeah, Kanye. Sounds nice. accurate. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it really doesn't matter what the media write, as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of ass. <laughs> Kanye or nay? Kanye. I'm gonna say yay. I think yay. it's Kanye. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna go and say nay. <laughs> it was not Kanye. Oh. It was your president, Trump. Oh, oh shit! Oh my true. god! Dang. Well. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm glad two of you could That's muddle true. up Kanye with the yeah. president of America. <laughs> it was just, you know, it was a very borderline thing. I was like, yeah. uh, the book reading one, I was like, that sounds like Trump to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah that did. Right. The Bible had 20, 30, 40, 50 characters in it. You don't think that I would be one of the characters of today's modern Bible? Kanye. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> Kanye, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Kanye. Yeah. It was Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I like how he works up with those like 20, 30, 40, 50. I can't be bothered to count. <laughs> there are many characters in the Bible. Surely I would be one. <laughs> All right, last Gotta two. Be one All right, one. let's see where we're at, shall we? Justin has 11 points. Oh, shit. Wow, Justin's killing it. I'm way behind. Dante has 11 points. Oh, oh wow. snap. We're there. We're like five. Adrian has eight. Hey, I'm doing pretty right. good. That's pretty win. good for Australia. But yeah, how many how many questions have I got left? The left, exchange rate in Australia that I'm is out. is yeah. I'm well, out. I'll tell you what, double points last yeah. two. Last okay, two, great. I get double points in last two. Here we go. Oh, double points last two. Holy yeah. crap! Yes. No, just for me. Just <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys get regular <laughs> Look, points. We work on incentives, all right? I get double. Right, this will make me I'm work harder. I, know, I, know, I was wondering what the exchange rate was. For yeah. Australia. <laughs> the exchange rate is crazy. The exchange rate one American point? point is two Australian That's points. about right. Yeah. That's well, how much is right uh, Australian points worth if you convert it back over to US points? You, lose. you don't want to get into that. You, you always lose. You lose, a, you lose <laughs> points. Don't exchange it twice. Yeah. That's the big rule. Don't exchange it twice. You lose you're in, points. You're in trouble. Yes. Just go buy a Rolex or something. <laughs> Here we go. Whenever I watch TV and see those poor starving kids all over the world, I can't help but cry. I mean, I'd love to be skinny like that, but not with all those flies and death and stuff. Nay. 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 It was Mariah Carey. Oh. Mariah. Oh, Mariah. Two points for Adrian. Two I would love to be Yeah, two. Last okay. question. Gents. When I think of competition, it's like I try to create against the past. I think about Yay. Michelangelo, Picasso, and, you know, the pyramids. Kanye. <laughs> Yay. That was his whole Bibli- that was his whole Egyptian Kanye. phase. It was indeed Kanye. Thank you for playing Kanye on there Woo! with me. Uh, Justin, you have what? 13 points. Dante, 13 points. Awesome. Adrian, 12 points, I'm afraid. Get so it. even with those double point system in the end, he didn't quite creep in. So I'm, well played, I'm still everybody. essentially reigning champ. Kanye or nay. He said all that stuff. He's, I mean... Yeah. Well, it's got, you know, that thing, that mentality. Thing. I think we're all, I mean, I think we can all say crazy things at some time or another. He's got that, he's got that Trump thing. What do they call it? No, that's a, Socio- yeah, that was a sociopath. Sociopathic <laughs> tendencies. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's egotistic. So but sometimes, like when I, like I honestly, like when I met him years ago, he was so cool and chill. I think it's his mom. That it was a very. I mean, it was after his first song just dropped. Matter of fact, he it was. I met him at Sundance Film right. Festival, right? So I'm at Sundance Film Festival, and he comes up to me, right, at some kind of party. He's like, "Oh my God!" So he saw me do um, poetry on Deaf Poetry Jam. So I do. I, I thought it was a big poetry venue in Los Angeles. It inspired what became Deaf Poetry Jam, and so. I did some poems in New York, and he's like, I was in the house tonight, you did poetry, deaf poetry, and I was like, thanks, man, he's like, you killed it, you were like, he was just giving me all kinds of compliments, and I was like, yo, man, I just heard your first song, Through the Wire, I'm like, you about to be the new king of New York, because I'm from Chicago, I was like, oh, well, you know, you're the, you're the, like, the new rock, Rockefeller, right, and so we're cool, we exchanged numbers, he's like, I'm coming to LA, call me up, like, it was the most normal, yeah, yeah. chill, artist-to-artist uh, conversation. I called him up when he's in L.A. He was on the set. We talked a little bit. I'm, I'm a little bit weird about bothering people when they're working, so I didn't really kind of keep in touch with him. But so, when, you know, as all the other stories kind of came out over the years, you're just like, that can't be the same dude mm-hmm. that I was just kind of like hanging out with, having a drink with in right. Sundance and being like really like talking about art and being cool and just – who knows? I mean, this fame town. changes people. We've right? been around this town well, long I, enough to know that fame does change people fame, and things happen. Yeah. It could or all it could be, be a character he's playing. And it could all be, yeah, exactly. It could all be yeah. part of his like marketing campaign. That's you know what, what I, I mean? thought too. Like, I was like, I think he's like playing the whole thing. But yeah, he, like tweet some crazy shit out there. See what happens. You can but even that can you know? catch up to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. But also, he's gotten to, I, I was talking about, he's gotten to a place of fame that, uh, super high fame, like maybe top five, yeah. five, top 10 famous people in the world. And whenever you're around those people, yeah. It's not a regular thing. It's a bubble within a bubble. It's a bubble within a bubble. So it's not, it's not a regular experience. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, when Michael Jackson was on trial, right? Okay, you're supposed to be judged by a, a, a jury of your peers. I'm like, who's his peer? Mm-hmm. Go get his peers yeah, and yeah, judge yeah. him. We can't judge him because none of us okay. know what it is to be that famous. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, put the most famous people in the thing and have them listen to the story and let them judge him because those are the only peers there are. And at that level of the game, right? Right. We right. talk about a lot off mic with the, yeah, like my actor friends and people who are like trying to get to those places. And you're just like, and the people who run into people in LA, you know, and have these horrible right. experiences. And they're like, yeah, but it's like, you can't, you can't comprehend like this type of celebrity that we create when we push people into these right. bubbles and then we don't let them interact normally anymore because right. we're just all over the mob in them. And particularly in the social media age, they don't get to lead regular lives ever. So the only way for them to deal with that is to create yeah, per- new personalities to get into Scientology, whatever something, it is, like yeah. to create something where you have to like justify some normalcy, some normalcy for them. Yeah, because it's not right. Like it's not like, and I, I love the industry. I got nothing against these people. It's the same with football players. People in England always like football yeah. players get paid too much money. It's like yeah, they do. Actors get paid too much money. Like really big, you know, all these people get paid too much money, and you have to find a way to deal with that place in your life. You right. know, that kind of guilt really of like, well, this is a fictional world and a fictional industry and a fictional city that it's is great fictional. fun. It is great fun. But it's hard not to take it, it too seriously. <laughs> I think, yeah. You, yeah, I don't know. It's just a, mm. We all take ourselves too seriously yeah. sometimes. And, and when you're at that level of the game, it's justifiably so. It's like if everybody's retweeting yeah. everything you're saying or every, you know, you can take yourself seriously because everyone else is taking you super serious. Yeah. Like you look outside even like the, the entourage Kanye must have around him now and just look at him checking in on Twitter one day, like how many people every day will be like, you're a god. Right. At some point, oh, I'm a god. You know, it's like it's going to get under your skin at some point. Right. Like, it's going to be impossible to ignore at some point. It's going to seep in. I and don't just know. And we'll you. see. This is like a, this is the first generation of uh, social media um, craziness, right? Yeah. So we're going to see that, you know, we're still all as a culture, like dealing with it. We're going to see how it looks 20 years because 
obviously there's no, new social media people all the time and we'll see someone rise and fall through social media yeah which is sure. going to be fascinating for sure Billy Joe as long as they're still listening the top to social media man now he's ranked number four <laughs> followed by Pickle the Dog <laughs> and still I love Pickle the Dog who went up from number six to number one was Three Legged Charlie Cat the cat that can say hi that was the voice of the future from Justin <laughs> Macaroni. Um, so, after it's a protracted intro. It like voice of the 1920s. <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, so, it's today, 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 welcome to Three Legged like Charlie Cat. The future is Bioshock. Today yeah. on the carnival, yeah. we got all, <laughs> come get your cotton candy. Yeah. The automobile. <laughs> yeah. So. It goes in phases, you know. I'm scared to say the, the sentence, style. but shall we start the podcast? Yes. Like we do every week with Nate's blowdown. Just. Oh, Justin, Adrian, yes. you're handling the news this week. I am. But Can you tell us what's going on, please? Wait, oh, you want... Okay, so you'd like Oh, no, you're not. Justin's yeah, handling He's got news. Now. I've it's, got releases. Oh, yeah. There we go. Wait, sorry. I, I've been speaking over you. Oh, just go. Got, so you should... Nate's blowdown. But I'm not Nate. But anyway. Blowdown? Yeah, blowdown. Yeah, in our first episode, it's you know, more about it. It's a long it story. It sounds like a good I, time, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. These are these little plugs we have so I that can, people go back to the, uh, you know, yeah, the 70... That the actually first, happened, it was the uh, first the episode. The first time Nate ever did How much, we've how done much 70, for a blowdown? We've done 72 of these. So. I tried to say rundown and blow by blow, and it came out as blowdown, <laughs> and it stuck. <laughs> how much yeah. for a blowdown? <laughs> there is All no right. price. No <laughs> price. Just emotional favors. Yeah. Just your time and listening. we got to quote a few items. All so, right. at number... One, 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 one. Aladdin. The live-action Disney remake of Aladdin is in negotiations with... I should have read this before. Marwan Kenzari. Perfect. Yeah. Murder on the Orient Express. Played Jafar. If he signs on, he will be joining Men, Men Mossad as Aladdin. Naomi Scott as Jasmine and Will Smith as the genie. Which is crazy to me. Holy shit. <laughs> SNL yes. alum Nassim Pidrat has also landed a comedic supporting role with the new character invented for the movie named Mara, a handmaiden and a friend to Jasmine. Aladdin is said to be a straightforward remake of the original, much akin to Beauty and the Beast last year. It's directed by Guy Ritchie and has a script rewrite from Vanessa Taylor. Same with Thrones. Guy Ritchie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No confirmed. Guy Ritchie's doing Aladdin? Yep. Guy Ritchie doesn't yeah. feel like Disney to me. Yeah. He doesn't know. He's not. But maybe he they'll have Sherlock like, Holmes. Yeah, maybe they'll have like guns and explosions. Yeah, but he also did King Arthur. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see it. How was it? Such a garbage trailer. The biggest thing that's... I mean, I'm glad that Middle Easterns are getting cast in Aladdin. Awesome. I mean, last time the Prince of Persia was played by <laughs> yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he's great. A dirty he's a pillar, he pillar a of the Persian community. Yeah. Right, right. He's a dirty, With he's a fake like a dirty Jake nose, I think he put on too. Did he? He had some fake stuff going on. Mm. It's just not the time to do any of that stuff. Yeah. Will Smith as the genie yeah. is. I heard about that recently. I was a little bit. Uh, and nothing against Will Smith. You know, I think he's a, he's a great dude. I did Fresh Prince hey, of Bel-Air with Will Smith. You yes, know, I, I think if the script is strong, I think Will could do it for sure. But you don't get any of that like spontaneity you have in the animated I mean, Robin version of Robin Williams. Robin is the genie. Like, like you mm-hmm. hang out with Robin Williams, it's like, he's the genie. Like, yeah, right. Magical things can happen when he's around because he's just that dude. They should mm-hmm. just write the genie's lines to work so you can use the audio. It'd be great if, if Robin was still alive and he played the genie in live action. How yeah. crazy would that have been? Let's just say, no, it depends on, like, what... Because this, for me, they're talking Guy Ritchie. Yeah, they're talking not a comedian for the genie. Because the real thing is you think, okay, they want to improv someone who can spar, you know? Right. With the dialogue. Guys. But they're not doing either of those things, which means clearly they're not Guys. making it 
okay. comedy film. No, like it's, it's not gonna com- be way guys, more serious. I know this is gonna blow your mind. Since it's a live action, they're not doing comedy and it's genie. Should just have Shaq, man. <laughs> he was Shaq a genie. could be awesome. He was Kazam. He was a genie. Yeah, he Kazam. was a great genie. Yeah. Or you know what'd be great for the that internet thing with the uh Mandela effect? What if they had um What's Sinbad play the, the genie? genie. Mm-hmm. Then like, it was he was like, a genie. But you know what the crazy thing is? Why is Disney wanting to make live action of all their cartoons? Like, why? Money. Oh. I was about to say, like, where are you at with this? Money, money, I'm not. Money. I'm just. I just. Can we just enjoy them as cartoons? Yeah. It's like yeah. we don't need well, to do the live action of Bambi. Dude, just, this is what's pissing me off about <laughs> the rock? it. Is that with the Rock? So like, what? I saw the Jungle Book. No, I didn't really love it, but it's something a bit. It's a bit different, you know. Like the love the way John Favreau is apparently doing the Lion King, he's got some different ideas for it. Cool, let's see how different it is. Beauty and the Beast pissed me off immeasurably. I didn't see it because it's like exactly the but same they, movie. They, do you like and Emma Watson? No. They did a Jungle Book before. She's a Brit. Y'all yeah, don't stick is. with each other. She's a Brit. No, I'm racist. Yeah. I don't like my own country. She's Hermione Granger. <laughs> yeah, she's not. She's really, not a good actress. Yeah. Did you know <laughs> she's not a good actress. They already, did, they already did a Jungle Book before they did Jungle Book. They did Jungle Book with Jason Scott Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I auditioned for that, dude. And they have a new one coming out. I'm sorry. Sorry. You know, there's another one coming out now. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Why? But it's like a serious Jungle Book, no singing. Is it going to be Jason Scott Lee again? But this is, is my problem. Is awesome. like Jason Scott Lee is awesome. The Dude. Beauty and the Beast one. Everyone who's upset, like people, go, I'd have many arguments because people fucking love that movie. But Do they? Yeah, people love that movie. It made so much money. It's crazy. And when you talk to people about it, I'm like, yeah, but like, why don't just go back to the Beauty? Because I have no problem with remakes. I don't care. Like, remake what right. you want. But that 1992 or 91, whatever original, phenomenal. So people good. love it. If you're going to remake it, do something different with it. That's my number one problem. Do something different, tell something different. And number yeah, like two a, is, like it's not a live-action film. It's a CGI film. But like, there's a few live-action people, but majority of those so, movies... Yeah, so they're basically redoing a cartoon film as a live-action cartoon. Exactly. Yeah. Which and, pisses me off. But the whole idea, I guess, is to remarket the, the films and the cartoons that you loved when you were that age no. to the people who were that age now mm. to their children. I, well, I, they're, they're I had all talk about this Wait, with like, like it's, as, inter- it's as just on production, right? The problem with the, with Hollywood right now is everyone's so scared to make any new project. That's why more and more IP is getting yeah. recreated over and over again because that's the only stuff that people get green lit. Yeah, because you're like, I have a new idea. Like, no, we don't know about that new idea. But you, but you can, <laughs> but you can remarket. You can like market intergenerationally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so the kid, the people who watched it when they were eight, it's true, they can show that now to their children but now that they're eight I'll and go, argue, I loved this when yeah. I was a kid. But I'll argue that. I haven't seen Beauty and Beast, but I bet you that the original one is way better than the original. Oh, totally. So, yeah. so it's like we're going to remarket a substandard project mm-hmm. to our new generation going, this is, we're not going to give you the great stuff. We're going to give you okay stuff. Yeah. But I but mean, it doesn't matter because their parents are going to buy them the tickets yeah, and go, oh my God, I love this one. I was a kid. Yeah, that's why, the IP, that's us, why all the IP is getting made. But that's the thing. Is, I get that from a producer point of view. I get that from a money-making person sitting in a room making those decisions. And I don't really judge them for it because it is an industry and it's a business. What I judge is the people going and giving it that money to encourage them to do every fucking thing. Well, this film. is the weird thing. Like when you go to Disneyland and I've gone a handful of times over the years and I kind of lightweight and unemployed of Disney because I whatever because I deal with uh, maker studios and whatnot but when you go to Disneyland for years they always had these plays that were like substandard plays yeah. of the cartoon movies yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. like the Aladdin play who's been there was just closed recently which not substandard like they're cool but it's yeah, like but it's, it's a pantomime right like, no I mean they're doing a full on musical play really of, of, of these classic movies which makes sense at Disneyland but mm-hmm. I'm not really going to Disneyland to see like really great art yeah I mean, their greatest art is their yeah, yeah, animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? It's I just agree odd. Completely. But whatever. People, I like Emma Watson. This is the problem. It's so hard to argue with this stuff because it's just like, well, the public clearly love it. Yeah. 
So it's like, but do the, they love it? Do well, they yeah, love it? Or, just, or is it just all the Disney people? That's my big thing. Is like, do they love it? Or this is the whole thing when you make film, right? Yeah. And we're always talking about what other producers and there's other things we're doing. Like we have to do this, this quality, quality, quality. I go, well, this is the deal. Ask the normal person on the street. Each studio makes about 18 movies a year. Mm-hmm. I think Sony does 12. They say since the hack. So out of those movies made every year, ask the normal person how many were good last year, mm-hmm. and the audience will tell you none of them were good. And we know that as a community, like there was like two good movies last year, maybe. And so, actually, they're not good. We'll still spend money no, but when talking, they're not good. No, but I'm not saying when they're good or not, because oh. that's subjective, and I agree with you. I don't think it should be subjective. They're bad. But <laughs> it is subjective, sadly. It is, yeah. But, um, but no, but people are going to see it, and it's what we talked about last week, is, like, the general populace who actually get these movies made are the people who aren't really into movies. Like, the, the majority of people True. who go and buy ticket prices aren't really into movies. Yeah. And that's how the entire industry is controlled. And the problem when you get into the bracket of these films that cost $100 million plus to make those are the people that you're making it for. So you're never going to get, and we can moan about it decade after decade, but you're never going to get movies in that bracket made for people like us. Like, it's just not really going to happen. Like, every now and What's then you'll get one. Moon? Yeah. But it's kind of just like this fluke thing, you know, that happens. Because yeah. we're not the market. Like, the market for people like us What was the last small. one? So what was the last movie like that that you think was... Honestly, this summer I've loved. Like, I came back from Europe, um, and I was working on a feature in France, so I didn't get to see anything. And I came to America with my girlfriend. We drove across America. And once a week for a month, we went to see the new movie that came out. Right. And I successively loved all of them. So, like, I loved Baby Driver. Baby. Then Baby I saw Wallace. Homecoming next week. I loved that even Didn't more. See, I guess, see it, though. Then I saw Wolf, yeah. Planet of the Apes. I loved that even more. I saw that like the planet. It was fucking great. Oh, and yeah. then that monkey was doing some Oscar. There was so incredible. much money. That dude had that Andy monkey. Circus. Andy incredible. Yeah. That monkey was, had some biblical... Yeah. Oh, Greek yeah. mythological no, yeah, moments. This guy was having going. It's a, it's a miserable movie. He was, like, was, best wipe he was doing Odyssey. He was doing like, like he was like Odyssey. Like yeah. this is doing some stuff. It was great, man. Anyway, I love it. I could anyway. that. Thanks, then, um, <laughs> Dunkirk, which isn't really a blockbuster, but I love that. that. I, I want to see it the other day. And then yeah, this is you know I loved all of them and they were blockbusters. And then my favorite movie is the one I saw the week after, which was right. Ghost Story, which is a little hundred thousand dollar movie, you know. So yeah, my favorites mm-hmm. are the little indie ones, but it's it's been great year for for big blockbuster films. It really has for me, anyway. Uh, a few years ago, what was that movie the uh, the Road Warrior? Was it which one? Oh. Road Warrior, the, the latest Road Warrior film. Oh, uh, the latest Mad Max film. Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, that when I saw that in the movie theater, it's a summer blockbuster film, and it's mm-hmm. all it's 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 essentially Fast and the Furious. Yeah. But a piece of art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. that thing is was awesome. I should hate this film. And I loved it. And I, some of my friends were like, you're crazy. That's like no story. I'm like, it's a summer blockbuster movie. It's Fast and Furious. Yeah. I said, it's going to get nominated for an Oscar. Like, no way. Ain't got nominated for Best Film of the Year. I was like, that's yeah. crazy. So every now and then it happens. Some yeah, cool true. Happens. Little yeah. magic happens every now and then. It's really interesting. Justin, what's, what's what next on the list? Yeah. <clears throat> Number two. Two. Glass. M. Night Shyamalan has. Had a resurgence of late with found footage horror, The Visit, and this year's Split. Spoilers for Split. With the ending of Split tying into a sequel to Unbreakable, Shyamalan is finally getting his Glass movie into development. Samuel L. Jackson has reported that they start rehearsing on September 18th, and he started shooting on the twenty or starts shooting on the 25th, hitting cinemas on January 18th. 
2019. That's, a long, that's a long post. He's that's getting a long way. pronouncing release dates. Like, yeah, I haven't started rehearsals. No, I know. Well, no problems make, are going to happen. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're trying to get this glass by hauling our ass. No, I'm, I can't wait for that. I'd love to. No. I'd love to. I love Unbreakable. Can I get yeah. just like Unbreakable? Yeah, it's my favorite comic book movie. It's my even favorite M. Night film book, for sure. Yes, and yes. In the Avatar fan base, M. Night is like a. Yeah. Bad word. It's a bad word for doing <laughs> wrong by a live action film, and they always want to say something bad about him. Like, you can't, it's hard. It's hard to make a good movie, you guys. He's made more great movies than bad. Movies. And I don't know M Night personally, you know. And I was like, I may end up in a room with him, but I, so he he so he messed up on this one. What are you yeah. gonna do? You know, and then off the rest, you make mistakes, and then you come back and you just make. We talking about the live version Airbender? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah not the James. Cameron I never yet. watched it. <laughs> he made James Cameron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, that's who did it. You're right. <laughs> and that's who ruined it. But uh, <laughs> I always, you know, my argument, like, because, like, with M. Night, people are always like, uh, you know, he's just, he's obviously brilliant, like, mm. Sixth Sense and then Unbreakable, and then he's, like, heralded as, like, the new Steven Spielberg, like, essentially, yeah. right? And I, and then he just kind of started making he went stuff. Off people were, like, going, yeah. it's horrible. But he got so much power. I said, a lot of these younger directors, whether they be Spielberg or Lucas or whoever, Coppola, it's like they took them years. Yeah, to build to that place. To get yeah. bad. Yeah. You know, it's because you get so good in this industry that you become bad. Yep. And it's like all of a sudden it's like Indiana Jones 4. And you're like, what are yep. they doing? Because I think it's a collaborative art. Yeah. And when you get all the toys and keys up front and everyone's like, you're so great. Then you turn into like Not completely. You turn into something that's like you and need you people you have to going. Look at that big picture you of suck. your career. Yeah, you, you need suck, someone dude. telling you you suck. It's yeah. like you get surrounded by everyone just thinks you're awesome. Then it's like you turn yeah. in like something that's not that awesome. Well, Shyamalan was just really smart because yeah, like those first succession of films, Amazing. a lot of people dropped off. But for me, like I, I love Six Sense, I love Unbreakable, I, I love, love Signs, I love Lady in the Water. Uh, but the a lot village? of people dropped off from yeah, The Village. I don't like the ending, but I love the film. And a lot of people dropped off uh, with Happening. And happening. Then I, I know. Happening's a, cla- Happening's a classic for its own. After, yeah, I, I still like how it's made. It still feels like Shyamalan film. It's weird. The message is just fucked up. It's strange. Um, That's a Wahlberg, right? That's a Wahlberg yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, I think there's something. Uh, I think I found a Transformer here. Let's but he is. Like, really? Let's, let's get yeah, out of guys, here. Guys, let's get on the train. What's happening here? Hey, what is wind. everyone doing? <laughs> it's the wind. But, he, but it feels like a Shyamalan film, you know? You can see he's got a vision. It's ga- he's getting all his actors to whisper like he likes to do. Like, it's very much him. He is an auteur. Like, he really is. But then he goes and does Airbender. Oh. Then he does After Earth. Oh. And then he's in a doghouse. Dude, so After Earth. He makes oh. that. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, what's that TV show TV. he made? Um, Wayward Pines. Like, he I came back see. with that, built a bit of goodwill. Then he made The Visit, and he was so smart. It's like, do a found footage film. It yeah. costs no money to make. Like it cost him nothing to make that movie with Blumhouse. Get a good relationship going with them. They love to make cheap movies. That's the great thing, cause that's it, see even that's conflict, right? Like yeah. cheap, like no budget is conflict. Yeah. Like you need which is stimulus. You like need boundaries and you need stimulus and you need like if someone just gives you a hundred million to make a movie, you're probably gonna make a bad movie. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah. It's just part of it. Um, see, I'm really happy to see him getting back on top of Split. Yeah, Split um, was yeah, dope. Split was the was ending dope. of Split, not to go into complete spoilers for it, but yeah, obviously it does tie into Unbreakable. I had no idea what was happening. This friend of mine who was as big an Unbreakable fan as me, which is 15 years ago now, Unbreakable. Right. He just texted me and said, you got to go see Split. I was like, yeah, I'll get around to it. It doesn't look that great. And he's like, no, just trust me. Go and see it. And then text me off. The girls were kind of weird. Like the high school girls were like, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Was but at least they were trying to get away. But I, I like we. I took Ali, uh, who's in the room, sitting quietly judging. She came, and I was there with her and Katie, 
and they'll both testify. I've never been more excited at the end of a movie. I really? literally, I heard that because I know the music so well from Unbreakable because I used to okay. listen to soundtracks. So, you knew it. You so knew as soon as it's, they start to bring in the theme earlier, like a few minutes at the end, I was like, wait, what the fuck? And then I like held on my girlfriend's leg and just turned to the boss like, oh my fucking God, I know what they're about to do. And I was so excited. It was crazy. And I love that he's a Philly dude and he's always shooting in Philly. And yes. it's like a very like, I love that about filmmakers that kind of like really integrate parts of their lives yeah. in their filmmaking. Um, yeah, I mean, that's but you know, I always think about like that movie, The Room. You know, yes, the yeah. girls that get caught, she gets kidnapped. I'm like, I'm out. Of, at least those girls got out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The Room was a cool movie, but I was like, no one's keeping me in that damn room. <laughs> if I'm in here, this room for eight hours, like if I was in this room for eight hours, I'm getting out of this Figure room. Way out. There's no, that little dee, 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 little door lock is not keeping me here for eight <laughs> hours. I got all this stuff in here. I got a, I got a friggin' toaster oven. And sh- I'm gonna MacGyver it out. I'm gonna lake this place on fire. <laughs> I'm getting the hell out of here. At least the girls in Split got out a few That's times, true. you know. Brie um, Lock, she didn't get Brie didn't get out of nothing for years. She was stuck. <laughs> she, she was just like, I'm gonna get out at some point. I'll get I'm right like, into it. Brie, my, my that's CDs. drywall. That that little garage door made out of drywall. You kick through that drywall if you want. Yeah, there you go. All right, what All do right. we got? Number three. Three, three, three. Oh boy. Lionsgate has have Lionsgate have officially decided to reboot Hellboy with Hellboy colon what, what, Rise what? of the Blood Queen. Awesome. What 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 <laughs> that's a bad colon. You should have something yeah. like that. Directed by Neil Marshall and starring Stranger Things, David Harbour as Hellboy himself. That's the What sheriff? about Guillermo del Toro? Sheriff, yeah. Yeah. What happened? We'll the get fil- to it, buddy. The film Are we going to get Benicio a, to do it? The film will be a hard R rated oh. movie. Ron oh. Perlman, who, previous play, who previously played Hellboy in the Gil, Gil, yeah. Guillermo. Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro uh, movies, replied to a fan on Twitter asking if he'd cameo in the new movie. When Hellboy freezes over... Was simple and blunt reply. Uh, the film will begin production in September and also stars Ian McShane as Professor Broom, previously played by the late John Hurt, with a releasing date falling in late 2018 or early 2019. <laughs> it's not 2018, it's 2018 or 2019. Yeah. So yeah, what? I, yeah. yeah. Talk to me about this. So, all right. Because Guillermo del Toro, he he was you know the champion for Hellboy, He's awesome, getting yeah. those yeah. made. Like he like they wanted to make a trilogy always. Um, he made Hellboy two in the run up to when he was meant to be directing the Hobbit, and he actually did a lot of stuff in that movie to test techniques of how he was going to shoot all of the fantasy stuff in the Hobbit. Which is why if you watch Hellboy two again now, fucking it's so good that movie. Like I I still think it's, it's awesome. Best I movie. I don't think it got as huh. much shine as it no. should have got. It came at a weird time for comic book movies. Like the the week that came out. The next week, The Dark Knight hits in a Yeah, bus. and so Hellboy's a weird away. character. Yeah. Like, he's not a really popular comic book character. No, but then Guardians of the Galaxy aren't popular. You know, but like, you can do stuff. he's also the devil. Yeah, this is true. Like, yeah. he can't just... Like, a lot of people are not going to watch... That's true. That's devil true. But he's a cool Even though he's... Devil. No, he's cool. Like, you don't know him. Like, once you get to know him, he's like, he's cool. You're like, oh, you're a nasty devil. But, like, devil. visually, you're like, yeah. I don't... I'm not attracted to watching... A devilish figure. So they've spent yeah nearly ten years trying to get the third one made, and every year it's like Ron Perlman's like it's gonna happen. Guillermo's like it's gonna happen. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. And then this suddenly happened, and, and they rebooted. And I don't really even think they knew it was gonna happen. It just suddenly was like announced, and they've been pretty quiet about it. And Ron Perlman's so good in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like Selma no Blair. one else. He's kind of like you know Robert Englund with Freddy Krueger. It's like no one else can be that character. I mean, so the casting is, makes sense, but I, you know. The director's great. Like, Neil Marshall directed The Descent, which is one of right. the best horror films ever made. And that guy, that actor, was really, he seems pretty charismatic. He's I guess. cool. I just don't. He had that whole, that whole moment at the SAG Awards. 
Yeah, like he's great. I like him. But what was Rob- his name? Uh, it's the guy in Stranger Things, the sheriff. Stranger Things, uh, sheriff. Oh, David Harbour. He's a good choice. David he is, Harbour. but he's he actually like, good choice. He feels like a poor man's Ron Perlman. Yeah, yeah, he's a poor, yeah, poor Ron Perlman. Like he already has the chin and every like in the voice. Like Ron Perlman just is that character. Ron Perlman's like, a trip. He looks like because yeah. you remember he was the he was he played Beauty and the Beast in the yeah, television series. He was the, the Linda beast Hamilton in, one. I love that. Yeah, it's fucking great. And it's man. so weird. I met him once at the Hellboy premiere in in the UK, and he was just such a nice guy. He like, is nice. So friendly. I play. I met him a few times. I play with a uh, golf at the uh, the Sons of Anarchy, you know, charity golf event. And um, what's always strange when you see the dude is you think he's much bigger than he is. Mm. I mean, taller. He's big. He's like a square dude. But you think he's like six. Yeah, six. you think he'd be like Jason or something. And he's like five nine, five ten maybe. Yeah. I mean, his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's not tall at all. Oh. Huh. It's odd because you look at him and on screen he looks like he's a giant. He's he, got strange proportions and kind he's of. He's like, got a strange everything. Yeah. He's just kind of like pound for pound. Like he'd definitely be like if he was. You know, we we're talking about the Hobbit. You know, he'd be he'd be a dwarf, right? Yeah. Yeah. He'd be a dwarf. Yeah, so I'm yeah. leader of the dwarf. Me dwarf king. Because I don't. But want a dwarf. Him. Yeah. I don't. I, I want more Hellboy. And I love Neil Marshall when he like at his best. Sometimes he makes bad films, so I think it's an interesting way to do it. But and a hard R Hellboy film would be cool. Hard but R Hellboy. I'm really sad Guillermo didn't get to finish his trilogy. Stranger Things, yeah. dude. Who's do you think you'll be on board like in any way, like artistic wise? Like, nah, nah. but I don't have that relationship. No, nah, nah, I don't think. See you later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I went to the Guillermo del Toro exhibition. Over here at LACMA. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. They had like a whole thing for a couple of months. It's amazing. He's like, yeah. he just makes movies so he can make cool shit. Yeah. He just we, makes movies uh, so he can like create his notepads. Well, yeah, we shot a pilot down at um, YouTube Space LA. He did a whole set at YouTube Space LA and then everyone, like all the YouTubers can shoot in it. Okay. So we shot this whole pilot. Like It's all like very Guillermo del Toro, like old mansion, spooky thing where I'm like ghost busting. Yeah. Nice. But it's cool what, they hit what him and his crew do. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a fount of imagination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd argue he's a better, like, creator of worlds and characters than director. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's next? Uh, number four. Four. Spawn. Todd <laughs> McFarlane is finally getting the chance to have a second attempt to bring his iconic comic book character to the screen with a Spawn reboot. Teaming up with Blumhouse Productions, who primarily are known for hard R rated low budget hard r (laughs) todd is confident this time they will get it right the man himself will also be making his directorial debut with the film quote jason's brand with blumhouse Productions has been these r-rated low budget scary cool movies they're successful and they work and they allow you to make another movie the thought was always i never moved off it was that i'd write produce and direct which i will so now I need to surround myself with people that were going to make me look good. And one of the first things is to get a good production house. And it sounds silly what I'm about to say that can make a low budget movie. End quote. Tell them I'm down with that. That yeah. sounds good. I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to kill it. He's been going on about this for 20 years now. Tom Spawn. Yeah. What do you think the original Spawn? Piece of shit. But it's now on Netflix, so you can see It's it. fascinating. Liguiziamo, right? With Liguiziamo? Yeah. Oh. He, he's always fascinating to watch. Yeah. Michael Jai White, early Michael Jai White. 
that you don't even know when the whole movie. It's a lot of good people doing something. Uh, very he's bad. Got, I mean, yeah. it was early, uh, and again, it was Spawn was like early. You know, was like yeah, CG's is new and super early, and it was yeah. a character that was really big in the comic book world because. He was, he was the biggest comic book in the, in the world at in that In the time. world, yeah. And it, but alternate, uh, it was Dark Horse, right? Original yeah. Dark Horse? Yeah. Yeah, so well, Dark Horse? No, 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 because no. they started their own company for Spawn. Yeah, they started their own. Oh, Image. Oh. Image, Image. Image is, yeah, started. So oh. it's like, it wasn't even Marvel. Like, it was like no. such an alternate. It's an alternate. It was a dark comic. Yeah, but it was just weird because it was like, now it's kind of a weird time to bring back, although it's, you know, there are plenty of comic book films, so why not? Right. But... Like, I, I grew up, Tom McFarlane's, like, my guy when I grew right, up, you right. know? Like, my Spider-Man is Tom McFarlane's Spider-Man, okay. where he's, like, 30 years old and right. married and all of that stuff. And I'll never get that movie, and I've come to peace with that now. You, you may make that one day. I, yeah. I tried, man, as a fan film. It did not go well. Um, so, Spawn is, like, yeah, it was weird, because he drew Batman for years and Spidey for years, and then he literally just took those two characters and put and the together. image of them both together to make but Spawn. But again, he's from hell. Yep. Devil, hell. This stuff does not does not scale general, well. Yeah, well, general, yeah, and if it's hard, it doesn't uh, scale well. But uh, but the thing is, he's trying to be smart. Like the whole but point is, he's like, yes, yeah, make it low budget. Do it. Yeah. Low budget is the way to do it. Like exactly. eighty million, hundred million dollar hell movie. I just don't think that yeah. does. Work. No, no, no. Yeah, this would be a, like I'm sure it's it's if it's still Blumhouse make everything for under one normally. Oh, uh, so five um, is gonna be a lot for So like sometimes they do for four or whatever. Five. I would imagine this would be four or five million. That probably. four or five is I think the perfect yeah. zone for this. Yeah. Because you've got a, a ton of money. cheap enough now. You can make Spawn look cool. And yeah, and you're not forced to do stupid stuff because someone gave you $100 million. Yep. Money Warrior is Tom McFarlane directing. He's never directed anything. It's obviously a passion project for him, so I'm but, sure uh, he'll put everything into it. Yeah. If he does, you know, he spends a lot of time on those, uh, you know, yeah. on the drawings and on, on the storyboarding. Yeah. And then get Making good, them toys. Then get a good DP to get those storyboard shots. Do you know, like, that's his number one. Like, that's like, he was the biggest comic artist in the wild back in the 90s. Yeah. Then went and created Image with some other guys from Marvel and DC. Right. Made these, you know, huge characters at the time. Spawn was the biggest selling comic for a while. Then it kind of slipped away. And then he got into toys. And that's where he's made all of his Killing money. It. Made millions and millions and millions Killing from it. toys. That was Spawn toy. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's going to storyboard the whole movie, like oh, a comic yeah, book. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then just get the, I don't right, I'll read that. Get the, the right GP to go there and just go, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i get you all these shots. Every single, yeah. I'll go frame it's for true. frame for what you need. And if the film's bad, just sell the graphic novel. And yeah, yeah, sell a graphic novel. <laughs> Hopefully he knows some good actors and... You know, and who would you play? Gonna, who would you have as playing as Spawn now? It's right? hard because you don't really see Spawn almost ever. You can yeah. almost can have a stuntman play Spawn and just have it's a good true. voice yeah, actor. It's true. Yeah, seriously. But you pro- should probably just get Billy Bob Thornton though. Did you know <laughs> whose voice would you want okay. to play Spawn? Uh, Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> the, my problem is, I'm sure Michael gonna, J. White played Mike Tyson. I'm sure they're gonna cast <laughs> him the younger pick. again. So and I would love an older, like I'd love a thirty-something-year-old guy doing Spawn, and I'm sure they're gonna go for the younger. I feel like I feel like Spawn might be. Uh, what's his name? Jesse Williams. I feel like he's one of those characters. Is just any you get some kind of guy to play. Donald Glover. He'll play it. Yeah. Well, his voice. He's supposed to sound like he's from hell, right? He's like he's ominous and dark. Hey, like you literally don't face. need that actor to be in that suit. It's true. Just yeah. the opening credits. And then you yeah. can just get like you know do like Guardians of the Galaxy. You got Bradley Cooper just doing yep. the voice. And Bradley and Cooper does not say. It's weird. It's Bradley Cooper. And it sounds nothing like Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah. I know. So good. It's like what well, he does a lot. Though. He's the, he's the voice in the telephone in Ten Cloverfield Lane in the opening. Doesn't sound like Bradley Cooper. Oh, right. I like how when they show the footage of him doing his you know uh, just going into do his audio. 
He just has like a crazy beard, and he's just like, ah, <laughs> I am the you. raccoon. Yeah, it's like, cool crap. to do voice acting. I was like, you know, when I voice act, I just use my own voice because I'm not talented enough to like just make <laughs> other voices. But it's crazy that Bradley Cooper's like, no, I'm gonna make other voices. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Those guys are great. I mean, I've, I've been around some of those great voice actors, and it's, I'm always. And to not overplay that's really tough. Yeah, you're like really a doing voice. a character, and he's, you know. It's cool. It's cool. Do you want know a weird bit of trivia, Justin? What about Vin Diesel's voice acting as Groot? Oh, he's. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. How many do they do so many takes with it as well? Nailed it. A little bit slower. I am Groot. Uh, No question. That's the best gig in the world. He won. (laughs) Yeah. You won the lottery (laughs) already. You won the lottery more than once. Uh, When I was 17, Spawn had just come out and I was really into the Spawn comics and I changed school and I was getting bullied a lot. And I was called Alex at school, and I didn't really like it. I just became associated with a person I didn't want to be, so I changed school. I was like, all right, I can change my name if I go into a new school. So I called myself Al after Al Simmons and Spawn, and that's why I'm still called Al. There you, yeah. go. There you go. Oh, I thought your like, full name was like... So Spawn is really your... your Spawn's your dude. Alan. Spawn is my Spawn. <laughs> I'm going to call you Alan that's from weird. now on. You know Nick Cage changed his name to Nick Cage because of Luke Cage. Did he really? His name is Nicholas Coppola. He's a Coppola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But did he really change it because of Luke Cage? Yeah. But wow. I wish he went with. I'm gonna call myself. How's that possible? Nikki. Is that crazy? Oh, that is fucking bizarre. Man. It's like Nick Cage. No, That's my name is Nikki Cage. All right, Justin, give us the last piece of news. All right, number five. Five. Xbox update. The latest update for Xbox launches launches today for Xbox insiders. With it, you can customize your home screen on the one. Picking what? Wait, what? You can customize Xbox your home One on the one. Just like the Xbox One. You're, like, you're like a you you yeah. you're like a puzzle. Just doesn't <laughs> look like he's the first time he's ever seen words. I just, I mean, this is my first time reading it. Uh, picking what you see when you boot up your console, adding a game, a friend to your home screen, creating a block of content. This content will then change based on what you do. So if you put a sp- specific game on your home screen, it may display with your friends are playing it, or it'll recommend an achievement, etc., etc. Speed, customization, and presentation has been defi- redefined as well. Yeah, so basically you can, you know, reorganize your front screen. Cool. Preload stuff on yeah, the Xbox. Xbox, there. Maybe Xbox? Yeah. Xbox? Well, I'm PS4 as well, but yeah, Xbox, Xbox. Is, my, is my home. Yeah, Xbox? I, I, do, I do all of them. All right. He's, he's, he's I'm PS4. Now you're PC, dude. But although me and Justin built a PC yesterday, PC. so now I'm PC. Uh, and on my PC, I have an Xbox The Master Race logo. PC. Is it the master race? That's what people tell me. It is. Damn, did I just join the empire? Let me ask ask you a question. (laughs) Oh my God, I just joined the empire. How are are video games made? On a geniuses and wizards. On a Commodore 64? Oh yeah, they were once. Yeah, that's how they were made once. I don't think a Commodore 64. That was my first computer. Commodore 64. Or an Amiga 500. Yeah, those are cool. like the next generation. The whole computer was in that keyboard. Oh yeah. That brown keyboard. It's magical. Poop board. We'd play the boxing. It was like a boxing game on there you could play. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. It's like uh, play a Batman game. I yeah. didn't get it. I wish I got it earlier. You know what I'm saying? Gaming. No, like how important computers were gonna be. I'd be. A, I'd. I'd, I'd be, be a genius. Rich. I think yeah. everyone thinks I could, that. I would be able to type. Be I'd nice. be able to do <laughs> something. Yeah. I just <laughs> wish you know. You always think that oh, if we went back in time, you you know you. Mm-hmm. you people always think they know what's to. coming up. Like no, yeah, when no, none of us knew about how important computers are going to be, no. or else we'd all be billionaires. Yep. Yeah, there's like we had no a clue. handful of people. They're like computers are going to really be something. They're like good luck, dude. We're like dude, good and luck. They're like great, I'm poor. Can you make it? And then one person made. And they're like, fuck. 
God, yeah, suck it. Oh, the richest yeah. and smartest. I wonder what that next thing's going to be. Uh, How long that will be. I don't know. Nothing. Because yeah, I was sitting in a room right books. now with Allie on our right. What year were you born? 93. So you're part, like, no season, but you're part of the generation where you're she born. She didn't even know Pokemon computers was I graduated anyway. high school in 93. I graduated high school in 93. I could have messed up my junior year in high school and you could be my daughter. Whoa. <laughs> is, this a, is this a tender moment? Are you yeah. figuring Father something and out? Daughter? I'm like, Izzy, do I know you? <laughs> do I know your mother? You're like Kanye. Oh, man, I feel like I'm home. Yeah, <laughs> you just Gucci don't stuff. know. I mean, computers, as big as computers are, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't occur to me how important this was going to be. No. Nobody had any idea. The internet. Someone did. But the internet's one of those things, though, as well, like, you couldn't ever well, imagine. My, well, actually, my, my grandfather did. Well, your grandfather yeah, is a grandfather knew genius. was going to be. You know his grandfather is a genius? Yeah. Is he a tattoo he artist helped, as well? No, he actually helped NASA with making the first what? computer. Yeah. computer how yeah. is this? How are we on Podcast 73 and you're just bringing this stuff up? Well, Justin? you never asked about computers. You might say, yeah, whatever, master. Right? Don't play your fucking PC. Get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You're like, welcome. You're welcome for uh, your technology. He has genetics in him. That you're welcome is, uh, for your uh, technology. He has DNA I'm, in I'm, him. I'm more than just about surfboards and food, man. I doubt it, man. You're from Hawaii. That's true. Yeah. It's just Stitch, and that's about yeah. it. That's all I'm interested in. It's about hang loose, brah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Xbox game, another update. I just keep on coming. Oh, Xbox. Xbox. Well, Whatever. The last know. update was kind of a shit show. It was really annoying because I can't work yeah. out how to get out of the game once <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Yep. I and press the button, and I'm like, what option gets they, me out? Yeah. yeah they yeah, did yeah. this thing, where, and they try to make it sound good, where it's like, oh, you know when you used to press your home button, and you went to your home? Now you go to a menu and you have to scroll across to press the button to, to go to your home. home. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. That's I mean, you're not even That's really not good. home. You're in a subcategory of what home would be. Not, it wasn't yeah. like it was a problem. You press the home button and you went, oh, fuck. And then you press the home button again, you're back in the game. Yep. It wasn't a big deal. You, you know, but now I'm like, I want to leave. I yeah. missed the 360. My Uber's here. Yeah, I this, need to leave. I missed the 360. It was like, video game, yep. friends, your shit. Does it have Cortana on it? Does Xbox have Cortana on it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. work? I've never used it. No, you don't talk to Cortana. It's always no. introducing me to Cortana. AI is, is, well, Cortana. is that going to be? Is that going to be the next thing? AI. Yeah. Cortana. Maybe. Um, but yeah, like what I love the most, like Cortana. the reason. <laughs> You're talking to Siri about Cortana. Oh, I thought you were going to like shit talk. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Miss, you're missing out. Fuck Apple. that bitch. Or, yeah. <laughs> Stick with That's me. That's not my name. <laughs> um, the reason, yeah, like the reason why. Well, one of the many reasons why 360 was like such a prevalent console in the last generation and why PS4 now is like much bigger than Xbox One, like twice the sales numbers. Really? Well, the, the, yeah, the initial launch, flipped. I think they had messed up on the initial launch. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they just flipped. That proprietary like, thing. Like, yeah. When Xbox One came out, the proprietary thing screwed them up. Yeah, their original E3 time. and then they had to retract it, but it was too late. It was, it was done. Too late. It, it was, was half an hour, ruined them for this generation. Literally. What? what, what, what wait, wait, wait. What happened? I was at that E3. It was, it, was, it was a debacle. No. It was a yeah, debacle. That's crazy. This is a long conversation. We should probably have it another okay. time because it's a long thing to yeah. unpack. But, Maybe I'll Wikipedia it. Um, yeah, they basically, whatever. It's, it, they came out and said some certain things. They were very ballsy. They basically did like, it just happens when you get too cocky. And Sony had done it with the PlayStation 3, which is why they didn't do so well that generation because they came out of the PlayStation 2 and that their really press events to a lot of stuff said, you're going to want to go and get a second job. Literally, those words, to pay for this console that's right. going to be $600. And everyone's like, right. you're fuck crazy. you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then Microsoft <laughs> didn't learn from their mistakes, got really big with Xbox, came back with, um, sorry, with 360, came back with the one and said, oh, you're going to have to do all of these things in order to play a video game. You and have pay to be constantly this. connected. you got to yeah, pay for this. You can't exchange things. Fuck you guys. You love yeah. us. <laughs> and I was like, no, we don't. And then Sony came on 
and were very smart because they always got on second and they could literally like they dropped their price by like hundred dollars right. immediately no, like no monthly subscription fee yeah. all right. this kind of and stuff and then they started posting these fuck you tweets of look this is how easy it is to share a game on playstation 4 just handing it to somebody right <laughs> Um, shit. And then they started charging for online subscription. Well, yeah, they ultimately they did, but yeah, you know they yeah. they didn't come out the gate with it. But yeah. it's the interactivity with your friends that was so cool on 360. Yeah. Like you turn it on, all your avatars were there yeah. the whole time. When they weren't online, they're just snoozing, and it was like being on a better version of Facebook. It was like I get this animated world version of like better version where you're. Yeah. No, but it was. It was like everybody I knew who had a 360 kept it on yeah. all day, like you did your Facebook. Because you knew what your friends were doing, what they were watching, what they were yeah. playing, when they were online. And it was all just right there. You didn't have to go and find it. Not yeah. in that world. It was super easy not to in join in games But the parties. Xbox One, it's not like that. Yeah. We have avatars, but you've got to go through like three menus to get to them. And then they do nothing. You used to be like have those cool stores where they can make they can make so much money. And I don't want to see how much Skins. they made. Yeah, they can yeah make just tons. buying shit, which yeah, they did with yeah. One360. I spent stupid money buying my little turtle costume for yeah. my fake little digital avatar. Yeah. League of Legends <laughs> built their whole company off right off a of skin why would you take that away that was one of the things that worked yeah. with 360 awesome. and, and we're then, now and three then when you bought a game in. it would be like comes with exclusive skin you're like oh yeah i get to yeah. be a fucking guardian dot or halo and the chief. way to do that was they should have built on that with oh yeah. you know when you get achievements which some people care about some people don't you get a new but like piece yeah, you item. get new things you get free light downloads for yeah, your avatar, you, get cool you didn't get that shit yeah. it just says you got an achievement i'm like sir they used to do that yeah, stuff like, cool i played like, a why game why would you make it worse some people are about achievements. You're about achievements. Like, you created a character. I like, yeah. Look, I have <laughs> like, like me nearly ninety thousand achievements. So I'm, I like ninety thousand achievements. Yeah. So I like. He has something to prove. Damn. <laughs> I got every achievement in that game. Like everyone. No, I don't. My friend, my friend, I don't achievement chase. I still can't find the helmet in Mega Dark Man. Souls, I still can't find the helmet in Mega Man. The <laughs> secret helmet. Where's that damn helmet at? Wait, like Mega Man Legends? Yeah, I'll beat the game anyway with the helmet, but I can't find the damn helmet. Yeah, but you get every achievement. I can't even get that one achievement. It's just been stuck there since 1993. <laughs> I'm still trying to learn how to turn the damn game since on. Since 1993, easy. That helmet's been stuck there. Dude, <laughs> Mega Man Legends was so good. <sighs> well. There's a new Mega Man game coming out this week. Is it Legend? It sure is. Oh. Al. Adrian. Nice Adrian. I got to use it. Why you guide us through the uh, this releases? Week we have some releases. Uh, this week we're talking in terms of film or movies, as they call them. I've heard of them. Uh, Annabelle, colon, creation. <laughs> this is a thing that <laughs> we all do creation. now because Al decided it's something we need to do. It tickles me. It, How many uh, films put fucking on. colons in their names now? So yeah, I like, I like, to, I like to call them right. out. So direct, director <laughs> David F. Sandberg, uh, he did Lights Out and Shazam. Uh, it stars Stephanie Sigmund, Miranda Otto, Australian, and uh, Lulu Wilson. And uh, here's a basic rundown. You want me to do this one? Yeah. All right. Several years after the tragic death of their little girl, a doll maker and his wife welcome a nun and several girls from a shut- shuttered from a shuttered orphanage into their home, soon becoming the target of the deal maker's uh, uh, possessed creation, Annabelle. Annabelle. Mm. I like how they're now actually calling it the Conjuring Universe on posters. It's like the newest entry in the Conjuring Universe. Ooh, okay. So this is like a scary So they're film. conjuring up more spooky stories for their universe. Great. So, <laughs> anyone have any opinions, ex- uh, feelings? Well, thoughts? it's actually had good reviews. This one, they keep setting these new horror films as prequels, which doesn't interest me much. Nope. Um, but yeah, we had The Conjuring, which I I love The Conjuring. I thought it was a great joy ride of a. Yeah, I, never I hate. I hate. Movie. I don't I mean I hate. I just don't like horror films. I'm a big horror. Oh. I get scared. 
Me too. That's and I had idea. nightmares. I'm the same as you. I don't want nightmares. I watched Aliens 3 and I, I was done. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's not meant to be a scary film, but it, it got me. When I, hey, when I was seven or whatever, when I watched that, or ten, it was scary, all right? Oh, yeah, it's scary. Well, same with Fincher. It's got a nasty... I saw yeah. Event Horizon, because my mom is into horror movies, and so we watched that. Like, I watched that. Event Horizon, watched that thing, and I was like, this little kid. I grew up in a forest, so it's just like, there's no street lights. It just gets dark, and it's dark. Like, it's black. You get moonlight, you're lucky enough for that. But you would have like creaking sounds because I live by a creek, so it'd be like those frogs going. Like, yeah, so I watch those movies, and I'm like, and I had to walk home, and so I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's this like weird alien, uh, like face melted person is gonna come out of the water and grab me, and like. Yeah. I understand, but when did you watch it? When it first came out, like I don't know, I was born '88. So. You're a grown up now. <laughs> like no, you might be okay yeah. with it. Yeah, I mean, I can watch. <laughs> but suspense, now. I get, like, I get. I mean, even if it's not scary, like sometimes like religious and the world stuff kind of scares me. Right. But then, uh, but suspense still, I get scared. Like even at Get Out, I was I was so, uh, you know, just uncomfortable watching the movie the whole time. It's such a like, good movie. It's such a great movie. But you it know, you're just there good. the whole time going, "What? Get the fuck out of there!" Like, oh my god, don't do it. <laughs> You stupid I, scientist. I wish I felt anything. I'm so numb to horror films. Well, you're numb to all the suspense, I everything. I want to feel can you direct? Can you direct a film? Or like one it's of one of those stupid things where you... Because I watch so many horror films... You might be good at that directing I was it. always like, that's like, I want to make horror films because I know exactly how to do it. And then when you do try and do that stuff, you're always like, oh, shit. Well, that's the thing. Really Everyone in Hollywood, I mean, young guys especially, they always want to make these cheap, super cheap horror films because mm-hmm. it's the easiest thing to get made. And mm-hmm. everyone's so trying to make backbone thing. for a production right. company. Right, and so all of a sudden, you like you get offered to do something, you're on the set, and you're like asking the young director, like, do you like horror films or are you just doing this? Because do, yeah. do you understand how this works? But I think that's the problem. Are you a Hitchcock is, person? If you're a Hitchcock person, let's do the movie. If you don't know shit about the genre, yeah. this is going to be a shitty I movie. Think that's a I usually horror. shoot commercials and they're for uh, yeah, Downey. The big ones normally shot by people who don't understand horror. And it's then you have hard. the little ones normally shot by people who are just fans but don't understand directing. And it's very yeah, hard to get those people yeah, right, right in the middle. You like love horror, understand but it, no. but it can actually be sophisticated. Like, I'm just shooting this hat for properly. like two hours because I'm going to keep cutting back this hat. <laughs> like You fucking know something I don't know because you've been shooting that hat for like half hour. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. All right, we could do something. Tell me when I can tell do my scene. Film? I want to see this, man. You're like, you're shooting stuff that other people aren't shooting because you know. Wait, Al, do you think uh, from being in like music and having, you know, like liking darker mm-hmm. uh, type of films and stuff when you're younger, it, maybe that's why I made you like them? Because you're like, oh, I, music is cueing this. And so you what just. What made me like, oh, like horror? From like, a, was music your way in, do you mean? Yeah. No, honestly, I hated horror when I was growing up. I was like, I was an only child. I grew up very protected. Any film that had drugs in it, I was terrified of. Any well, you're film terrified that had of horror like in it, I was terrified what? of. Did you see kids? Not until I was like 21. Uh, like, I was really scared. Requiem for things. a Dream? Yeah. I've seen it once. and I love Aronofsky, but I will not watch that film again. Dude, that is a movie I've saw twice, and I was like, man, I didn't need to see it a second no, time. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I came to horror late for a horror fan, and then, it, then I just kind of brought myself very quickly with it. And, yeah, I, I, I've talked about it briefly at some point because, no, I did an interview for my, my film. And the reason why I, I think horror appealed to me, and I, re- cause I was really trying to figure it out because it's not my normal personality, is I was Night of the Living Dead, that, the original 60s black and white one. Yeah. And it was late at night, and it was old, so it was not too scary, really. Right. You know? yeah. But, and not to spoil a film that's been around for that long, but the ending has a very subversive yeah. ending that's very, very brave. And for the time, it was ridiculously brave. But now it's still pretty cool. And I remember seeing it and it had such an effect on me about 17 
um, of like, oh my god, like because I I was my favorite movies up until that point. I like I was a pretentious kid, but like Dead Poets Poet Society, I love Dead Poets, loves it with wolves, yeah. I like eleven or twelve. <laughs> yeah, like all, listing favorite all my movies. favorite movies, also Braveheart. <laughs> Dragon Heart. Yeah. When you're like World 11 or cool. 12, like, and you're not Kill like that bear. regular kids' films, I didn't like them. I was very snobby about it. Right. So coming to horror, I was always snobby about it. And then I suddenly realized, oh, these are films where they're brave enough to subvert all of the bullshit that Hollywood's normally doing. Like they do different things that you yeah. don't know how they're going to end. You don't know who's going to make it out. And that was really exciting to me. And I think that's what got me into both indie and horror. It's nice. like, these are the films that can break all the rules. Right. Right. Cool. Which is cool. Right, Next release? will not break all the yeah. rules. Annabelle will, will not break right. anything. Uh, the Glass Castle. Glass Castle. Or Glass Castle. Glass Castle. Glass Castle. Glass Castle. Glass Castle. Um, Glass. So director Destin Daniel Cretton. Uh, short Term 12. Dude, that movie is Short good. Term 12. That's Apparently cool it's good. Is that the one with the real... It's like the... Uh, so I'm with a dude from the, Newsroom. The, the and trouble... With or, uh, not Trouble Kids. Um, they're like it's kids that are in between like fostering and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, really I saw the trailer. Okay, it's not, it's like not a short, literally different short film. What I thought. Yeah. This it stars Brie Larson, oh. Woody Harrelson, and Naomi Watts, oh. uh, Australian, and uh, a young girl comes of age in a dysfunctional family of nonconformist nomads with a mother who's an eccentric artist and an alcoholic father who would stir the children's imagination with hope as a distraction to their poverty i've seen the uh i've seen the trailers for this one it looks uh I think looks, I saw it too. looks, I looks pretty good looks like it could be good looks like woody harrelson's doing some really good work well, woody harrelson's always he's infinitely yeah. watchable I oh woody i love harrelson. woody harrelson yeah, yeah. He's great. Um, yeah that monkey movie he was good yeah he was great in the monkey movie yeah <laughs> he was like a villain that didn't want to be the villain but it looks yeah it looks good looks this like is, this is based on a real memoir yeah yeah what's it called uh, glass, glass castle. castle. A glass castle? Glass castle. Glass the glass castle. castle. Um, it's the glass castle. It sounds pretentious. Glass castle. They g- I'll be honest, they keep Glass like castle sounds pretentious. Glass castle. Glass, glass castle, castle even sounds more pretentious unless you're spoken. Mm, this yeah, film keeps crack cocaine on out of it or something. <laughs> any yeah, website that I'm looking at, this film keeps like host- taking hostage and just showing me trailers of it. So I'm kind of right. angry with this yeah, movie. Yeah, I've seen a lot of trailers too. Ah. Right, but I like right. the director, so... Number number three. Is it, is it, do you think it's got anything to do with like those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones? Yeah, probably. Like. That's that's the moral of the story. So like, I'm sure it's just really a dysfunctional a family. Yeah. Or she literally lives in well, a greenhouse. Are they all doing? Yeah. Are they all doing American accents? Gloss. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Gloss. No, no uh, they're all doing Australian except for Naomi Watts, who's playing English. Yeah, like yeah, American. Yeah, <laughs> American yeah. That's what pissed me off of fucking uh, Alien uh, Covenant. Was you get. Um, Fastbender to play two roles and neither of them have his real accent. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Like, really? Yeah, I liked how uh, when they did uh, what was the first one called? The, the uh, What is it? The Alien. The one before Covenant. What was it called? Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. How yeah. he was going to do like a New Zealand accent or something. Kiwi, they, that's they, not a good they accent. Shot, they shot some of it with him doing the New Zealand accent and then the accent that was reused and then really Scott was just like, all right, no, no more of that. We're just we're done. It's like when it's not <laughs> necessary, it's just like let people. I'm always do like, you got, accent. you know, the Australians kind of American, and Brits kind of American. They do the American accent, and I think we're all like, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, a lot of times, I'm like, I didn't realize like I was a foreigner, but do you, do Americans ever do your guys' accent justice? any justice? Nope. Very occasionally, but very. Rarely. I can't even think of who. But I can I can hear English people doing American. It pisses me off. Like with The Walking I Dead, I always struggled. I know. I, like, I, he, I know that guy. Well, when I did that movie, Charlie Three, half the it's all American. It's like American. 
soldier thing. Half the because we shot in Bulgaria, half the troops were Brits right. that they got for like no money. Right. Doing American accents is the funniest thing. Hacksaw Ridge. All of the American soldiers. It's crazy. Are Australian and it's shot in Australia. Yeah. I'm looking at it going. That is hundred percent Australia. Like, like I recognize like country yeah. Victoria and really? it. Like, That's yeah. Can you yeah. name one American who did a good British or Australian accent that you're like that dude? What about Peter Dinklage? Was good. Peter Dinklage. He's American. Yeah. And he's doing British. His his yeah. Tyrion is Tyrion's an American. Yeah. Oh, he does decent. Yeah. He played. In, I think he's in an Australian film. We too, have actually. a. Uh, what about Gwyneth Paltrow in uh, in the Shakespeare movie? Mm. Oh, well, uh, I mean, she's lived Michelle Williams. Is it Michelle Americans Williams? are good at doing Atlantic accents, like the Mid-Atlantic flavor, like like Grace Kelly used to do. Yeah, like but the, uh, not uh, the Hepburn, the Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But they don't go full Brit. I tell you what's embarrassing to me. So we have a girl who auditioned for our feature film, Starfish, um, who had to play just a one scene thing, but with some dialogue. And I immediately liked her. Like out of everybody we looked at, I was like, she's great. I saw a video. I was like, cool, let's get her straight away because she's by far the best. And then I met her on set. She was really lovely. We talked about how we were going to do the scene. We started doing it. And then at one point, it came up where she came from. I was like, so when did you move here? And she was like, oh, no, I'm American. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, no, this isn't my accent. I just stay in the accent the whole time to like help me keep that accent. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. And I had no idea. And you're like, you're a psychopath. She fooled me with it, though. I was like, I genuinely thought she was British. It's so funny. No. And now when I listen to her, I'm like, fuck, she's obviously American. I can <laughs> tell. <laughs> so she crazy. wins. We, lo- we jock Brits in America. We just do. Like Good. you just come into the room, they just like start acting and like yeah, we just. But it makes sense because we're a colonized country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're always gonna love your col- your your Apart from when you're chucking us out, yeah. The thanks. mother country. The mother country. Motherland. Um. So Number three. the next one is uh. I should say three. Do you want me to say yeah. three? Then you okay. can. Yeah. Number Doesn't three. Matter. No one's Trace, listening Trace, anymore. Trace. <laughs> Everyone's gone home. Uh, directors. Uh, Benny Safdie and Josh Safdie. Assumably brothers. Brothers. The Is brothers assumably Septians. a word? Yeah, That's Septian not a word. Brothers. I made that up. Yeah, brothers. Uh, heavens, heaven knows what? Oh, heaven knows what? That's the that film was that their film. Did. That's the film they did. <laughs> uh, it stars Jennifer Jason Leigh, Lee, wow. uh, Robert Patterson, female. and uh, Barked Abdi. Yeah, I think or Bar- Barked Abdi. Barked, I think he wrote it, right, or something? Have you seen the trailer for What's this? It yeah. about? I've known awesome. nothing. It's uh, a bank robber finds himself unable to evade those who are looking for him. So That's this literally the tagline here. Good. Okay, so yeah. like heaven knows what was yeah like a dark film from I think it was like last year or the year before like in LA about homeless people and it was really hard to watch but very bleak. Good, um, good time. Although they're having a stupid fucking name, uh, it's not a good title. It doesn't fit the trailer when you see the trailer. Um, it is. It looks really grim and yeah. great. It like, also makes me think of Buffalo '66. Mm. Like no, Robert Pattinson's uh, character. It Makes feels more like Lahane. It's like right. really fucking. It like Robert Patterson. He makes me think you of. Don't Vincent. realize it's him. Yeah. Robert Patterson, the vampire. Yeah, he's yeah. Inc- looks incredible. This is like the smartest move, like a- I've seen any actor do in a long, long. Well, he time. did yeah. Rover. Uh, is he playing American? Yeah, he's amazing in Rover. Yeah. Is he playing American? Yeah. Yes. Dude. I watched him in something recently where he was like a drunk war guy. What was the movie? We're on a train. Going into the Amazon. I don't know. That's him? This is the pictures you got? That's him? Oh, yeah, this is him what's right it called? Okay. He, he reminds me of Vincent Gallo in this. Yeah, look-wise, yeah. that's who you mean. Yeah, that's what I meant. A little bit of that's going to drive me mad. He looks like he's Honest to God, go and watch, check out this trailer. No. Like, it's okay. really, it's very bold. Very cool. Okay. Very different. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, number five. 
Ingrid Goes West. Uh, director Matt Spicer stars Aubrey Plaza, Elizabeth Olsen, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, O'Shea have, I don't Jackson know much about Jr. this one. O'Shea. Yeah, I didn't write it down. Sorry. That's Ice Cube's son, right? Yep. I'll tell, you, really? I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Uh, so he's a junior. Synopsis is an unhinged social media stalker moves to LA and insinuates herself into the life of an Instagram star. And who's the, who's the playing the girl? Aubrey Plaza or Elizabeth Olsen? It's Aubrey Plaza. She's stalking uh, there are Olsen. painted Aubrey, murals for this all over Venice. Aubrey right Plaza oh, really? is the comedy yeah, girl, right. the funny girl, right? Yeah. 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 I just watched her movie Little Hours. Mm. It was fucking hilarious. It, it was pretty damn funny. I mean, it was like a long, long joke, but it was, it was still good. I thought it was good. Uh, the Lost City of Z. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I saw him in. Okay. Or Zed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature. Director Cal Brunker, who did The Nut Job 3. It's going to be doing The Nut Job It sounds strange that it went that way. That it I didn't know there was three a Nut Job 1. No, he's going to be doing 3. Oh, he's going to be doing uh, 3. I was going to say. It's a weird I missed The Nut Job 1. That would yeah. be a cool way to do shit. It's like you do 1 and then you do 3. Yeah, <laughs> they well, did. that's kind of how Star Wars There was it. a movie that <laughs> Bill Cosby did that was like the Leonard something movie, 7. Right. And it bombed super big. Oh, bad idea. So uh, it's a bad idea. <laughs> Star Wars started though with episode four. It's like, how do you do that? That's so crazy. Was it always episode four when they were first released? Did it say episode four? I don't think it did. I think it said it was a new... It, it was did. called Star Wars A New Hope. But it did in the opening four. crawl. It was. I don't think it said four. When they re-released it, it said Oh, really? Four. I believe. I believe. We can check on that. Yeah. We, we, have need, researchers? we need Alex. We have researchers? Yeah. We have... Uh, Normie Alex on our podcast. He's Alex. like, knows everything. Mandela though, so. effect. It's Mandela effect. So this stars Will Arnett, Catherine Heigl. And uh, Maya Rudolph. Awesome. Following the events of the first film, Surly and his friends must stop Oakton City Mayor's uh, Oakton City's mayor from destroying their home to make way for a dysfunctional amusement park. Classic entertainment. Oh yeah. This is the yeah. Nut Job. Yeah, Nut Job Two. Yeah. Was this a spinoff from another movie? No, I, the, the, the Nut Job yeah. One. He looks like the guy from another movie. Yeah, looks like an animated squirrel. From many movies, <laughs> it look looks like, like it looks like the kind of movie that goes straight to DVD. I'm yeah, surprised these actors are involved, to be honest. I know, but he's got like, he looks like one of those guys from the the the, the and what's those movies with the that the world's ending in the oh, ice, like ice age. age? He looks like an ice age looks guy, like a scrap character, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, or like an over the hedge one. He probably is like in that lineage. And then we have the UK releases, which is Shin Godzilla. Finally, Godzilla. Godzilla. Weirdest Godzilla film of all time. Uh, is that the one we watched? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I'm excited um, about Godzilla. Annabelle Creation, A Ghost Story, The Nut Job 2, and Porn Sacrifice. Porn Sacrifice came out here two years porn ago. Porn Sacrifice? Crazy. Porn. Yeah, prom. It's chess. As in pawn. Porn. No, no, pawn. Like P-A-W-N. Oh, I like chess. Yeah, yeah. It's a chess game. You guys started talking a foreign language right now. I was like, what are you guys talking about? You guys said it three times. I'm like, what are they saying? Pawn Sacrifice. Pawn Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You gotta sacrifice that pawn. And then Blu-rays in the USA, we got King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, 4K, Basketball. How was it? Finally. Basic. Kung Fu Yoga, Master of the Drunken Fist, Ooh. King of Breasts, Complete Collection. This is a real anime show. I just look at for what's coming out. There's a series called King of Breasts, and it's just got this picture of like three girls with enormous breasts. It's, it's crazy. Collection. Yeah, it's no, they, they, I, I think I've seen that cosplay at the con. Okay, <laughs> hooray for. Hooray for yeah, anime. Good work. All right. Hooray for anime. UK, Erased Part 1. That's a great anime show. Ghost in the Shell, 4K. That's an awful anime show. Ghost in the, the Shell's the right. The anime show's the, awesome. The the show, is this the, the movie or is this the... Sh- is this, what, which one are we talking about? The yeah. film. Oh, it's a film. It's a film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The live action. I movie. didn't see it. 
Tenchi Muyo Ove Collection. Tenchi Muyo used to be my favorite anime show of all time. And The Handmaiden, which is the... Yeah, the one that just... Yeah, very yep. good. Very good. good. And oh, uh, the, the Korean Free one. Fire. The Korean film? Yeah. I heard but said in Japan. crazy things about that. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, cool. oh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's provocative. Yeah. Uh, and then Free Fire. Yep. And then the games this week, we've got Black Hole, PS4 and 1. Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, PS4 and PC. Lawbreakers, PS4 and PC. And then Mega Man Legacy Collection 2, PS4, 1 and PC. That's awesome. And also Night Trap, the 25th anniversary. And then Sudden Strike 4. Sudden Strike 4. Sudden Strike 4. Thank you very um, much, Adrian. Oh. I got the answer for your Star Wars thing. Uh, it didn't. It was just Star Wars. Exactly. Uh, it didn't have a number. Exactly. There really? was no notion yet. They didn't, didn't have a deal for the second film. So when film. did they yeah. do that? Uh, I think it was during Empire Strikes Back or something after. Uh, I think it was. Isn't it when he was just like, "Oh, let's re-release all the films with my new fancy digital stuff instead of the puppets." Like George and also, Lucas. I'm making episode one, two, and three. This it was definitely before right. that. I know, like when I was a kid, for sure. Okay. It wasn't when the prequels came out. That well, I think no. it was like the re-release when they added Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, when they, remember they did it all digital and everybody's like, why did you that do that? Like, like, why is Jabba puppets? walking with Han? Yeah. Because he's there. Really? Yeah. Oh, they were talking about the, the way that the title card, because people think that it said episode four, A New Hope, and then it. Well, I know um, for a fact, okay. like, because he had a, effect, it wasn't there. Yeah, it, yeah, he definitely had it. Like, CBR. he definitely wanted it to be part four, whether or not they had it on the print, because he had it planned as nine films, like right at the beginning. Right. And he wanted to start. His whole idea was start in the middle of a space opera, basically. So you start. Oh, I like through, it. Kind of but it's just, my whole thing, you know, I've been a Star Wars fan, like we're all Star Wars fans, and so when I watched Rogue One earlier this year, mm-hmm. or last year was it? Yeah, last year. I'm like watching it, and the crazy thing is like. As you watch Rogue One, it brings us back to the beginning. Yeah. Right? And so what I realized is I'm sitting in the theater. I'm like, in light of the political time and everything, I'm like, oh, my God. Lucas has been training us this whole time. This whole community and culture, like, now's the time to rise up. We're back at the beginning. (laughs) We have a Darth Vader. (laughs) It is now time for the rebels to rise. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You're sitting in the movie theater going, it just worked out perfectly. Like now is the time. The time was good. But the problem with a lot of us is, you know, uh, they're not rebels. We're not rebels. They people think we're rebels. I'm like, we are the empire. Are we crazy? <laughs> uh, people are either doing blue collar jobs or they don't have time to rebel. No. So they're artists. So, uh, we're too sensitive. Uh, yeah, they, they think we all think we're rebels. I'm like, you guys aren't. You guys aren't Luke Skywalker. No. You guys are all stormtroopers. Like, oh, we can tweet about stuff. We, we just, yeah. So he don't did, get me he, wrong. He didn't actually think of uh, doing his like prequels or even. Uh, or even uh, he was he was like not fully he was like kind of opt for like sequels but he wasn't thinking prequels yet when he finished I think the first draft of uh, Empire Strikes Back is when he was like I want to do the do some prequels of it and so I'm not going to call it Star Wars uh, uh, Star Wars Episode Two I'm going to call it uh, the Empire Strikes Back. that's Traders lie, but I've read interviews with him where he said he always like he, yeah, he had a Bible. He lied that was yeah, and stuff. And also Empire Strikes Back. Is where where Empire are we getting this from? Uh, CBR. But they were that? also talking about that thing that you're you're saying because he's quoted a few times saying certain things and like, well, he said this at this time. Yeah. And he said over here, so it's either he's going back and forth with new ideas of what he thought he was saying. Yeah. 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 So. No, because growing up they were not, and I'm older than you. We are talking like forty years. 
41. It'll yeah, be 42 yeah. this month. So there was no episode anything. It was like Star Wars, yeah. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. It wasn't even like wasn't Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. The first one was just a new hope, wasn't it? I don't even think we remember yeah. that. It was like, that's Star Wars. No one called it the new hope. See, it like, that's Star Wars. Star-Log, Starlog magazine in late 1978, he, would, uh, he wouldn't refer to the then upcoming Empire Strikes Back as Star Wars 2. Quote, I would never call it that. Our working title is The Empire Strikes Back. We're going to call it Star Wars colon episode two, The Empire Strikes right. Back. The beginning of the but colon. we ran into some problems. You see, although this story is a direct sequel to the first movie, we have three more stories that we eventually want to film and actually occur before the point where the first Star Wars begins. So we've been toying with the idea of so going to seven and nine. Yeah, so he was working yeah. on it all the time. Yeah. There's like a whole bunch of stuff. It's all there. The thing about it we gotta realize is Lucas is just a man. He's yeah. not the myth. He's not a god. He's a man with too much yeah. fucking power. Yeah, like he's yeah. Uh, great world builder. You know, terrible director. Oh. We can all agree on that. No, yeah. he had some good. I mean, American Graffiti is a good film. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Good. Yeah, mm. that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> American Graffiti was awesome. But the episode one, two, and three was just like. Well, I, mm-hmm. Let's say this at least. He, it was too much his baby to be the well, one to again, execute that. Well, this again. We get back to the Kanye conversation, right? Right. <laughs> So Full circle today. I also know friends that worked with him in, in, you know, during the Clone Wars and all this kind of stuff, uh, during the animation stuff, he has got to a level, Yeah, you know, or Kanye has got to a Lucas level in his profession, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they all got to this level where they're so famous and they're so powerful. You can't separate them things. Well, no, they can't separate. No one will separate them from it. Yeah. Like well, if we're in the room and Lucas does fan, something, are you the one going, the fan ain't going to do it in the room. Yeah, you nah, that take, I'd fucking do that it. That sucked. I mean, no one does. They're like, you go to Skywalker yeah. Ranch and like, they yes, said Mr. you Lucas, work there and nobody says anything. Questions if I saw Mr. Lucas, I'd, I would give him a little I slap I just go, I don't know if, I don't know if <laughs> I was like, you know what that's for. I, you would think that <laughs> until you're at, Sky, you're at Skywalker yeah. Ranch yeah. and you're like, if you went and you were like with George Lucas, you'd just be, or even Spielberg, and they're like, yeah. So No, Spielberg, like I respect for all his Any mistakes he's made, he's done way more good. Whereas yeah. Lucas, yeah, I would say he's done more harm than good. Yeah, he, he balanced <laughs> out the first three with the the second three. Yeah, what and else? He didn't what else has the he best done one. outside? I can't even think. What else has he done outside? You made that Star Wars. flying film recently. Yeah, uh, Red Tails. Red Tails. Uh, like uh, not I good. didn't watch it. I didn't not watch good. it. Not good. Like the smartest thing he what did was he selling did? it to Disney because then I got excited. Of, oh, we're finally going to get the original untouched versions of the Star Wars trilogy in like HD remastered. Nope. And then fucking uh, Catherine, what's the name? The Kennedy? Is that yeah, right? Catherine Kennedy. Came out Kathleen? this week or last week to say we have no intentions of ever she's running Lucas now, right? Huh? She's running Lucas Films. She's running, well, she's, yeah, but like they, she's well, definitely running through right? Disney. Uh, yeah. I don't think they, they can because if they do it, then they'll have to pay like Mark. Uh, Mark yeah, they were saying like they're show. his, we're not going to touch those. And you're like, are you kidding me? That was the best thing about Disney getting Star Wars is we'd finally like he would release his little clammy hands. I know. I from mean, being like, no, no one can ever see the original versions but, of Star but do you Wars. Think you they only have get to, to see like continuously uh, butchered. Mark Hamill them though. They would have to get all the like yeah. residuals because they're they, Disney. Do you know how much money Disney has? Yeah. Infinite money. Yeah. Oh yeah. But not more monies than can you, Apple. Like, can you trust someone that happy? He looks too happy, man. I don't trust people Apple. that happy. <laughs> Look at his IMDb yeah. Apple picture. has infinite money too, but I, you know, they're making mistakes also. Yeah. Ever since old Stevie Jobs. I so know. what he's actually directed was yeah, THX, 
American Graffiti, right? The first Star Wars, and then the prequels, and that's it. That's all he's directed. That's all he's directed. That's impossible. Oh, I thought he did the other two. I'm completely no, 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 no. That's it's one of those like Nightmare Before Christmas. Everyone thinks it's Tim Burton. He didn't direct that. That's impossible. Everyone's always like Empire Strikes Back is the best. He didn't direct. You're telling me THX. He's done. American Graffiti, which is great. Just one of the Star Wars. Star Wars three, and then what? And then Red Tails. Yeah. No, he didn't even direct Red Tails. Okay, those three films. Yeah. So then you gotta say. What a badass. That's pretty badass. They're like, oh, <laughs> how many movies have you directed? Uh, no, just no. three? How much I mean, did you make? Obviously, Billions. need to do more, but if on those <laughs> three films, he's written THX, okay, whatever. It's a short Which is what are audios now. I know. He's, he's produced 66 things. American Graffiti, pretty awesome film. Yeah. I would say the directing's pretty good. Uh, but he's a world builder. He, he yeah. like, a world yeah. builder. I, I will, and, a world, and a world uh, destroyer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I give him credit for one, two, and three. Like, it's very out there. I mean, the story, like, actual story. So he didn't direct any one, two, or three. Is like, he wow. directed the first Star Wars, not Empire Strikes Back, not Red Tunnel. I mean, he didn't like I mean, the, 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 the first and the, the first trilogy, the prequels. He did all the prequels. He directed those three prequels? So he directed just Star Wars, not Empire Strikes Back or Return. Then he directed the three prequels. Okay, well the then, worst three stars. Uh, films so then he's time. fifty and fifty. So he's uh, yep. well, not fifty and fifty. He made one of them that was good. No, I'm talking and then three. No, I'm talking so his whole career. So he's two. Balancing out two all of films five. against his two of five. Two out of yeah. five. Star Wars is good. American Graffiti is good. The pre- three prequels are bad. THX. I don't know. It's a short. I, yeah, what it's what not you say? It is. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it made a real. It it's made Star a good Wars. segue for he added uh, audio. In, he added in CGI Shia LaBeouf swinging with monkeys and uh, Indiana Jones. That was house. bad. That's Spielberg and Lucas get yeah. a slap on the which, wrist for that one. Which Spielberg then came out this week as well. He was asked in an interview, which is your least favorite Indiana Jones film? He said number two. Temple of Doom is his least favorite. Wow. He um, prefers why? Crystal Skull. What's up with Steven Spielberg? That's where he met his wife. Uh, That's where he met his wife. Is it? Yeah, Kate Capshaw, right? Of course it is, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what about him? What about when the monkey the gives a thumbs up? Time. That's like got to be real bad. I was in the movie theater going, this is not happening. I like to. So, yeah, I read some stuff on the making of that and George Lucas and Spielberg like explaining how they came up with stuff for it. And enough of the stuff that I hated from Indiana Jones came from George Lucas that now I just like unfairly shoehorn all of it to be right. his fault. And if Spielberg right. alone had done Indiana this what Jones, happens. I would I mean, look, I don't know. I haven't seen Steven years. He's great. He's awesome. Amazing. I met Lucas when I was young during the hook filming, but you know, you become you can become disconnected from yeah. shit because it's like you're rich and or famous or yeah, so yeah. far removed from the audiences watching, and you get older. Like, you could become an old grandpa guy that's like, now I like old grandpa jokes, or, or like, yeah. I think that's cool. And you're like, it's not a cool. monkey doing mm-hmm. a thumbs up. Like, why, who said that was a good idea? I mean, who's wearing an Aloha shirt outside of Scorsese? <laughs> Yeah. Who the hell has kept it? Like, no, yeah, Scorsese. That legit. Know, and wait, even Scorsese, Scorsese did some weird stuff recently. Did you watch The Departed? Recently, recently? I like The Departed. But uh, if you watch it again now, you're going to be like, what? No. I didn't like it at the time. It just, I like it. it. I, didn't hold like up. I can still watch it. What Wolf of Wall Street, though, man. Awesome. Yeah. In his 70s, making a film that feels like from a director in his 20s. Dude, was that was dope. Yeah. Uh, he has stuff. some stinkers though I mean he has some Yeah of stuff. course What was that scenes? series he produced He directed the first episode That everyone thought Was going to be good on HBO And then it was just not good Did so anybody vinyl? see uh, Vinyl Vinyl yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You're like this is going to be good You're like this is not good This is not good yeah. <laughs> Did anybody see Silence Silence No yeah. I heard that Silence? was bad really, I really liked it no, You it liked it I heard it was bad It was good No 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 It was long And the content was hard to access mm-hmm. But It was a fucking Excellently executed yeah. film 
Yo, that's I'm a, it's down a serious with Scorsese movie. regardless. Huh? It's a serious movie. Though. It's a very it's serious like, movie. In a great and way. If anyone like, turned up expecting like Wham Bam and like no, action and stuff, it's it not at all. an epic, miserable. Like, miserable. Because some of those minutes. dudes, like, where's Coppola? And it's so where's specific. Coppola? Yeah. Making wine? Principal, yeah, yeah, making a shitload of wine. Where he gets his real money from, which is his wine industry. Yeah, like who? I mean, there'll be a day when Tarantino's like, you know coming back to do his 11th film yeah going like what's tarantino doing he got monkeys giving th- thumbs he promised up he's movies. done after 10 movies man then he's out yeah yeah well he's he'll hopefully six of that we'll he's see he's still saying it after how like many has it been it's eight yeah he's got two more left he's doing this can um, we get into a tarantino film this, before he's done doing this one about the yeah. killers uh who they, can ones? we get into a tarantino movie before he's done the real life serial killers who broke into the coppola's house and What's strange is like I know Just girls who dated next. him, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And when you when you're around him and you you see him, you know the whole story he used to work at a blockbuster in the valley or whatever. It's like yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. He looks like a friggin' dude who works at the movie show. geek yeah. that works at the blockbuster on Ventura and yeah. Vinelin and. And he just happened to be a great filmmaker. All those guys think they're great filmmakers. And, and he, and he is. wasn't scared. To, like, he's an incredible filmmaker. Don't worry, I love Tarantino. Ah. But he's also not scared to steal. And that's the problem. I think too many artists are scared this to steal. There's a lot of his stuff. Well, he steals, no, like, you see, like, shot stolen. by shot on purpose. Like, like he literally, like, unlike a lot stolen. of people just inspired, he literally will steal frame by frame mm-hmm. from so many films. But he does it with so much joy and yeah. so much new creativity of, like, turning it into something new. That, who but gets? the good mm-hmm. thing is, even if you steal from something great, it's great. Yeah, that's why you no, stole from people. Are just scared your chances, it, your chances of it being good is better than you that have done nothing no, ever. Completely. Just thinking you mm. came up with something great. I guarantee you, if you have the basis of something great, you're already fifty percent chance better of succeeding. Because mm-hmm. we don't know how great you're you building are yet. on something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're building on something. And the fact of the matter is, even if you don't think you're stealing from something great, you actually are. Mm. That's the reality. Is no matter what you think you're doing, you actually stole it from something great. So this is true. So yeah, his next one's Greatness on the Manson comes murders. naturally. Um, yeah, I'm a burglar. This is next one. Which one? Manson murders. That's his next. Uh, oh, murders. Uh, the ones about um, Charles Manson. Yeah, yeah, but he, how he broke into Polanski's house. Oh, Polanski, and, not Coppola, and yeah, killed um, his wife. Sharon Tate. Yeah, Sharon yeah. Tate. There was a film actually came out last year called Wolves at the Door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I just have it like it leaves a bad taste in my mouth turning that stuff into it's entertainment. So mm, yeah, it's really so yeah. dark. They're doing one with a especially Jeffrey if it's Dahmer a Tarantino too. film. Like his films are usually yeah. I'll make an exception for him and see. But how it's he worrying does it. that he like I yeah. Know. What he'll do with that? And, and then his last film's meant to be Kill Bill Volume Three. But we'll see. Okay. His last one was what? Meant to be Kill Bill Volume Three because the whole Kill point Bill. is like. In Kill Bill One, when she goes back, you know, in the first fight to fight, I've forgotten the name of it. Black, is Kill Bill is it Black Mamba? Is, is, is her name? Yeah, yeah, Black Mamba. She fights her, kills the mother, and then the daughter sees it happen, and then she says, "I tell you what, if you're pissed off is about this." Is that considered this, two films or one movie? That's in the first one. But it, the Kill Bill One and Two, is that considered two of his movies? Oh, they were considered. Uh, he considered that one movie. I think he okay. considered. Um, I think if I remember correctly. Uh, but yeah, the whole point is like she then. Says to that kid, if you're still, I tell you what, if you're still pissed off about this in what was it like 15 years time or whatever, come see me about it. Um, and that's what Kill Bill Volume Three is about. He wanted that little kid to grow up to the right age as an actress to then come and then up. Be the same final. actress. Yeah, that's the whole point. He's that's been waiting. Great, He's like, hey, don't run. die. Fucking <laughs> die. And uh, I'm sure, like, they signed a contract like very young. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Perpetuity. I mean, you gotta love Tarantino for all those. Oh, absolutely. He's like an artist for sure. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's and like, he gets joy out of it. 
Well, he gets yeah. joy out of it. And what's great is he's a legit, like, for real deal filmmaker artist. And there's so many, like, filmmaker artist type running around this town that have no energy. Like, yeah. Tarantino would be, if he wasn't famous, a lot of us would be like, I ain't fucking with Tarantino. That dude yeah, is yeah, weird yeah. and he's strange. And he's crazy and he talks too much and he's thinks highly of every, all these films. You know what I'm saying? He, he'd be an annoying. Yeah. He's your annoying friend that you're just like, ah, you can invite mm, yeah, Tarantino. Yeah. I'm like, Dang, I don't know, man. But and Tarantino. then you have He's all these Quentin. cool, you got all these cool like artsy types. And you're like, yeah, that dude's a genius, and you think you're a genius, but yeah, like he doesn't even dress well. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If someone told me about that. Well, I watched an interview. What was his name? Uh, Ron Howard's partner. What's his name? In Imagine Films. Uh, with the hair. I think it's when I hire directors, like, I never want them to be dressing well. Like, hmm. they're not the artists. Hmm. Like, they need to be looking at the artists. Like, hmm. And it's always funny because when I get on sets, you're, like, looking at directors, you're working with directors, and it's like, some directors are cool, and you're like, well, you feel like an actor. And some directors are like, like Woody Allen, like Tarantino, like, they have... They're just them they're no, themselves. They're not looking, they're not thinking about themselves yeah, at all. Yeah, they're yeah. thinking yeah. about that you're wearing all camo the time. shorts a mm -hmm. baseball jersey and that's like, it feels like the uh, thinking about ourselves is mm -hmm. very much the actory like mm -hmm. the artist that's the artist that's like we're always looking and thinking about i think it's definitely harder than now in this generation of directors because we are in yeah as we say now a social media generation it's where yeah. everyone's exposed and while directors will never have not even one thousandth the limelight an actor will have we are still more exposed than yeah, definitely than actors definitely right? so like you do start to worry more about like yeah how do you present Image. yourself and stuff like, I like gareth you edwards man that guy just looks like he rolled out of bed and he's lost who gareth edwards oh yeah yeah this guy i he's mean the boy. directors are like, what are they say <laughs> directors are like the like novelist of our time in your hand. you know what i'm saying directors yeah. are our novelists like their stories are, are these films are important as like the book thing is not, they're not as important these times as like films are. It's like these small no, films. I think that's what no. you exist in. I mean, not the, not the, not the novel. I'm talking like little novels growing up, like these guys that wrote these small books, like, you know, they were just really the voices of their time. I think even the novels, as big as a writer is, if you're a prominent director, you're really the voice of your time when you write that movie. When you put out a movie, that's going to have more impact over this generation than even some of the best books. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, uh, no, I, great I, I would agree. I would agree in that they will have more impact. Impact. It's yes. like the impact of like people yes. used to read books. Because they're, they're different really art forms. Yeah. yeah. So, like I wouldn't, because it's hard to, because it's not like comparing apples to apples. No, yeah, but different. yeah, but if you're just looking statistically, more people, you know, yeah, will interact. Watch more people will interact with yeah. the film than a book. Back, well, yeah. back in the day, that someone would drop a novel, and that novel impacted defined the country, it defined a generation. You do like. You know, now, yeah. now we have YouTube more and channel. more media. Like. <laughs> yeah, now it's like you, you can yeah. do that as an independent filmmaker. Like you can drop a film, a small film for five hundred thousand. Like, oh my god, that mm, film. Yeah, yeah. Made yeah. you know. It's kind of true. Well, it's true. I, I just gotta say one thing. Uh, you know, I will never ask a book for a signature, man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I'll never ask a book for a signature. Never. For starters, no hands. No hands. <laughs> no hands. All right, before we get out of here, let's just quickly go through the box office. Um, so. Number 20, we've got Transformers, colon, The Last Night. Number 19, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Number 18, Wolf Warrior 2. Never heard of this one. Damn, you're going back to the top 20. That's crazy. Number 17, Cars 3. Number 16, An Inconvenient Sequel, colon, Truth to Power. Really? That's I didn't good. see that. Uh, number 15, Jab Harry Met Sejal. Presumably, uh, Indian remake of When Harry Met Sejal. Uh, 14, The Big Sick. 13, Wonder Woman. 12, inexplicably, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. 
11, Baby Driver. 10, Despicable Me 3. Wow. 9, War for the Planet of the Apes. 8, Coming in Low, Detroit. Uh, I've heard oh, some very good things about that. It's only second week out, right? It's only the second week? Yeah. 7, Atomic Blonde. 6, Spider-Man, colon, Homecoming. 5, Kidnap. Those posters look bad. I, I haven't seen the trailer. Though. Is it the Halle Berry one? Yeah. Oh, oh. I did. I see it. I was like, Halle Berry, is this the one we're yeah. showing? Top 5, though. Uh, number four, Girls Trip. Number three, The Emoji Movie. Number two, Dunkirk. And number one, despite not... And there's whole articles right now about how being number one doesn't mean you've won. <laughs> number one, The Dark Tower with just $19 million. I've heard it's... Horrendous Horrible. Things. Horrendous yeah. things. Who directed it? It's directed by... Um, oh, fuck. I, I was name. interested in the trailer. You know, yeah. I watched the trailer. Me too, I me too. In yeah. it. I ain't gonna lie. Idris Elba... I love McConaughey. He's, he's infinitely They're watchable. They're both excellent actors. Like, excellent, yeah. brilliant actors. The whole actors. thing with a gun coming out. The magical gun thing, though. You know, what was that other movie that with uh, Mrs. Brad Pitt? What's her name? I can't. Wanted? I, no. Was Mr. it Wanted? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Wanted is where you could cur- curve bullets. Yeah, that's the movie. The, the curve bullet thing. It's always an interesting magical power. Like, I, I'm good with guns. Yeah, like, uh, I'm actually re- I haven't seen this film yet and I probably want to go see it in the cinema but I'm really upset about this movie like really it's really Stephen upset. King right yeah well so the Dark Tower just to be like not to make you read the book gone. yeah I read all of them but it's not one book so the Dark oh. Tower he's been writing since the beginning of his career and he only just finished it like fairly recently right it's seven tomes and it's literally like this big on your shelves with seven no exaggeration th- they're enormous like if you imagine Stephen King's biggest novel right seven of them Oh next God. week tells her on the shelf so it's his Game of Thrones and but it, it just didn't it was his Lord of the Rings like when the Lord of the Rings Lord came the Rings, out he yeah. wanted to make his version of Lord of the Rings in the 70s so he's been writing it for decades and decades and it's so unique and weird and every part of it is like just just like some bits don't work some bits really really do but it's fucking just so bold so I should go back and read it you, everyone should really try at least to read it. It's very fascinating. And what's incredible with it, it's 14 to 17, I forget, of his other books from It, The Stand, um, The Shining. They all tie into it. So The oh, Dark Tower mm-hmm. spans all of his novels. Like characters overlap into it. Oh, wow. It feeds into history Isn't from his he, other and books. And the culmination of all this to is com- this so, film? Yeah, so they've been trying to make this film for like 10 years now. Ron Howard's meant to be doing it. J.J. Abrams was meant to be doing it. And they finally gave it to this guy, uh, Nicolas Jarcel, who's made some... Yeah, questionable. Questionable. Okay, not, not uh, notable movies. Um, and they wanted to do it as like three films and three TV shows. And you went back and forth between them. And it kept falling apart. And eventually, like, just put a movie out and then we'll maybe do some other stuff. This movie, in an age of movies now where we go and see a film at the cinema and it's two and a half hours long. You know, you go and see a comedy from Judd Apatow and it's th- two and a half hours long. You go and see Spidey and it's two and a half hours long, you know? A thing that's this big, they've condensed into a 96-minute movie. And Stephen King's had to come out and, without being too blunt about it, say, look, I don't want this to have anything to do with my book, basically. And it essentially, from people I know who have seen it who love the books, they're like, it doesn't even tell the story of all seven books or any of the books. It takes the character names and then just comes up with a whole new story. Like, it doesn't do anything that the books are doing. Um, so I'm really kind of pissed off because this has basically ruined the heritage of The Dark Tower, which is a fantastic yeah. series of novels. Oh. I know they are making uh, like a Stephen King project where it's you know like all the characters and stuff. Um, 
from his series. Oh, really? I think J.J. Abrams is producing it. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. so it might just be the whole entire the uh, I'm just reading an article here from AV Club, basically saying it's because of one guy, Akiva Goldsman, who was attached to this rings Transformers: The Last Night, uh, as well as the horrible. Fifth Wave, Insurgent, Angels and Demons. Oh, they're all bad movies. Um, and he's a writing credit in in all of them. Like he's the one who pulls that group together. Apparently, how is he still making money? The have no idea. How did how did they go? No, we don't want you to write it. Like all your shit sucks. Rings was I'm gonna have to look bad. closer, but yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, Transformers as well wasn't wasn't a great film. No, but at least Transformers makes money internationally. Yeah, so you can understand. It was made, then for, it was made for China. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Robots. It's crazy. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, so I'm gonna read that a, right, bit, so a bit more detail. Find his I'll get Twitter back to account you. for next week, and we can tweet at this dude. Right. <laughs> Come and explain yourself. Right. Come to the podcast. Explain yourself. That's all the geeking we've got to do this week. Excellent. Uh, Dante, this is a real pleasure. Pleasure meeting you guys hanging out. I had a good time. Seriously, good. you've been lovely. Yeah, it's great Thank to have you. Uh, uh, Justin, Adrian, Dante, where can we find any of you if people want to shout stuff at you for digital mediums? Um, I deleted Twitter again. so uh, All of Twitter? Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, shit, it's down. I'm, it's gone. I don't know how it works. Uh, so if you want to check me out, I'm Sixum on the old Xbox One if you want to play some some games. Okay. And uh, I'm on the old uh, Instagram as well as Sixum Suave. Out of interest, did you mean to delete your Twitter account or was that an accident? No, I just needed more room on my phone. Oh, really? And, and it's on the list which goes first. It, okay. It's it's like the first cab off the rank if I need to delete something because I never use it. Okay. I'm a bad social media porn person. Stay I'll never make phone. it in this town, I know. In this day and age, you need more followers than you need talent. So just keep that in mind. True, true. Justin? Uh, it's Radley. I-T-S-R-A-D-L-E-Y. Cool. Find me. Thank you. Yep. Dante? At, at Dante Bosco on Twitter and Instagram. Come say hello. Awesome. Uh, I'm Mr. Al White on everything, and Allie is a stranger in the room. How can people talk to you, Allie? Allie! Allie Sue. Allie Sue on Instagram. There you you had a good it. picture up yesterday, which I approved of. So people wait, should go and check it out. Wait, did I? That's called liking something. No, I write. If I write approve. Oh, okay, I see. No, good. If I really approve of something, I write right. approve. Excellent. <laughs> we'll be back next Tuesday with more of this bullshit. Until then, we're out. Geeks! Ah, oh, he did approve it. <laughs> <laughs>